This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Thanksgiving Day edition of the program. That's right. We are here when most other radio talk show hosts want to be at home with their families. And I know, Mark, you'd probably like to be at home with your wife, and I wouldn't mind spending the evening alone with Julia. But you know what? The reason we're here tonight is because you're there listening. So you're saying you'd want me to leave? No. Oh, okay. No, no. You said you wanted to be alone with Julia. No, 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 no. You'd prefer me not be around? (laughs) I was talking about if we weren't doing the show. And we are doing the show because there are people out there who still listen to the radio uh, and they're online. Yeah, well, tonight's a great great night to be listening to the radio. There's Think of all the people driving around. Yeah, there's lots of people driving around. People, uh, you know, the the whole festivities have wind down a little bit for a lot of people. They had their big meal during the day and now they... They want to get their little fix of free talk live. Right. If we were all loaded up on our trip to fan, we've already gone out and eaten, of course. Yes. We, we went to the uh, Thanksgiving Day West festivities here in New Hampshire. The Free State Project members, if you listened to the show before, you know that we're uh, Free State Project members. We've all moved to New Hampshire as part of this uh, migration, if you will, of liberty-loving people all moving to the same place. Really, it has a lot uh, in common with some of the origins of Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. right? The pilgrims and all that. They came here. Uh, looking for a better place to live, more freedom, right? Yep, and, and to build uh, a better place, too. So that's what we've essentially done in New Hampshire, is that uh, liberty-oriented people like us have all come to uh, New Hampshire, and we're getting active. There's uh, political things going on, apolitical things going on. In fact, uh, co- totally coincidentally, we actually have the president of the Free State Project on the phone with us. Now. Excellent. So we're going to go to that here in a moment, but I don't think we've even introduced ourselves yet. Things are just a little, it's a little different. It's a Thanksgiving yeah. Day show. Anyway, Fast and loose. It's uh, Free Talk Live, and it's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. Don't forget, you can join us on our website, by the way, at freetalklive.com. Uh, there's all kinds of great stuff there, and we give it all away for free. Now, tonight, um, don't let me forget, as we take phone calls, as calls come in, and I'd like to just ask the question right now, and if I forget when someone calls in, you know, I think we're doing a regular show, remind me, because if you call in tonight, I want to know what you're thankful for, right? It yeah. is Thanksgiving, and I think we'll go around later and, and do that. We'll ask everyone in the studio now, are here. we going to tell our uh, traditional Thanksgiving story tonight? I have a different version of it. I okay, have good. the John Stossilized version of it. Even better. Yeah, so that'll be good. Because we, we told the same one two years in a row, and so I, someone sent me it's, another one. People look forward to, That's to this actually particular not story. True. You told two different ones. Really? Yeah, the first year you read... A, a story, and then last year you read one that you thought was a little cynical. It had a cynical part to it. It was from hmm. LouRockwell.com, so it's actually two different. I thought it was from Lou Rockwell two years in a row, but nope. what do I know? Yeah, I'm not the. I listened to the show, but not as intently, I guess. Anyway, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. Let's go right to the amplifier line. Irina Goddard is the president of the Free State Project, and she's on the phone tonight. Happy Thanksgiving, Irina. Happy Thanksgiving. Hello, guys. Hey, how are you tonight? Hey, Julia. Hi. <laughs> so what, uh, what, are, what are you thankful for tonight, Irina, before you get into whatever the reason was you were calling? Well, I guess I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for old friends and new friends that are in our lives. I'm thankful for this exciting, I don't know, exciting atmosphere in New Hampshire that's happening now. How cool is it to be up here right now? I mean, we just got back from the gathering of free staters out here on the western side of New Hampshire, and it was a blast. Of course, you know, all the usual suspects were there, Lauren Canario, Russell Canning, and everybody else that so many people have have heard stories about. What did you do today? Well, we actually had a very low-key day. Our son is sick, so we pretty much were home. So nothing too exciting. Yep, that'll do it. Yeah. 
you have turkey and all the usual stuff or not even um, uh, believe it or not, we actually did not have turkey, and uh, we we had um, lasagna. Oh, okay, uh, that works for me. Yeah, yeah, we went <laughs> a little differently, you know. I'm not picky. <laughs> if it tastes good, you know, that's good enough for me. So, what were you calling about tonight? Well, I wanted to share with you a few things with you and your listeners. First one, the latest FSP numbers. I wanted to talk about a little bit um, the outlook for us for the next months, next few months, okay. and I also want to talk about Liberty Forum. Sure. Okay, so latest numbers, uh, we have uh, passed through the 8,000 participants number. That's excellent. So, uh, the, the Free State Project, of course, looking to recruit 20,000 people to sign up and essentially pledge to move to New Hampshire. Once the 20,000 member er, the, the 20, mark is reached, there would be a five-year window at which those 20,000 people have to move up to New Hampshire. That's essentially what the, the pledge is all about. But uh, is there going to be some sort of um, different option maybe coming out soon, Irina? Have, have there been uh, continuing discussions about that, perhaps allowing people to sign up and say, you know what, I'm going to move at 10,000 or I'm going to move uh, right now or within the next two years or something like that besides yes. the first 1,000? We're 1, actually discussing that. We're discussing, oh, we're calling it actually different kind of triggers so that people can choose, you know, based on their particular situation and, and you know, uh, when they want to move here, whether they want to wait till the 20K have committed, whether they want to wait, um, you know, for a different number have committed, or they want to wait uh, for a particular event to have happened. So we're mm-hmm. actually kind of finalizing how that's going to look. Okay, and, good. And, and that's, I, I, I'm pretty confident it's going to go, you know, it's going to be implemented fairly soon. Um, I don't know, December, January. So Excellent. That'd be a nice uh, little thing to launch at the upcoming Liberty Forum, if possible, if it's finished by yeah. then. Yep, yep. I, I, I think we're very close to consensus now. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's a big topic. A lot of people have a lot of opinions. But at the end of the day, we do want to have, give options to the participants and give them, you know, what they need to to help them push into that decision. Yes, I think it's I great, Be- right? Because uh, Mark yeah. and I have been talking off the air just about sort of accelerating the process. You need to get more people involved and get them to uh, get them to move sooner rather than later. And I think giving them more choices and more options as to how they can join the Free State Project is going to be a good way to to help do that. I I agree. I think it's a great idea. And to all the critics out there who say, well, you guys are just changing it because you couldn't fit the 20,000, you couldn't make it or whatever. The Free State Project was totally an experiment. Nobody knew what to expect. When, when it was started, Jason Sorens didn't know what to expect when he started it up. Well, when he ran those numbers, uh, he ran. He was really, really, I guess, liberal with his um, with his numbers, with the 20,000. He, he wanted to make sure he got enough people. He didn't well, realize I, at that time that he was going to get super activists, like the best of the best, cream of the crop, liberty-oriented activists. And I think he's he's readjusted his numbers to uh, to say that you know 12,000 would be way more than enough. And I think, I think some of the people that have actually been here, because Jason doesn't, uh, the founder of the Free State Project doesn't live in New Hampshire yet. Uh, I think that some of the people that have been here for a couple of years have said 2,000 activists in the same mold that we currently have them, 2,000 would be uh, enough to make, uh, make the changes necessary. Yeah, and the way I look at it is not really changing it. I would say we're improving on it because the original SOI would not change. People are still committing to move when 20 people sign up, but you have an option to, 20, to, people, to right. choose, sorry, 40,000 people, to, to choose something that could happen sooner. So, so that would be a default pledge, 
and then there would be additional that would make, you know, that would accelerate that. Right. And that, that the choices would be there. So we are not changing it. We are improving it. Well, is there going to be a, 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 a say, a more lax definition for somebody who, um, you know, would sign up, say, move within 10 years or something like that? We're looking at those, yes. Okay. Yes. I'm just wondering. Yes. More long terms. Yeah. Right. Saying. You know, because yeah. there's a lot of people that would say, you know, I'd like to see it hit its number and then it, I can start wrapping things up and it's going to take me quite some time. And at that point, you know, I'd be right. in retirement or whatever it is that they might choose. All right. So that's exciting. Good to know that that's on the way for the Free State Project. And what else? Uh, I know you want to talk Liberty Forum. Was there any, was there something else you wanted to cover? Well, I tell you, we, we I think it's a little bit related to the triggers. I think we're also looking, uh, you know, in the next month, um, a little bit looking at FSP and, and trying to attract new participants by working in the Internet much more. Uh, we have launched a quite a big Google Ads program. Gorilla uh, Ads, right. Google Ads, yeah, about a month ago now. Maybe oh, Google, gotcha. Ago. Yep. And, 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 and we are trying to attract people that are already involved in other pro-liberty organizations or pro-liberty campaigns. And that is actually proving to be quite successful because over the last few weeks we have seen, you know, easily double digits participants joining every week. So That's pretty good. A, the rate has increased dramatically over the last six weeks. Excellent. So, you know, again, that is, you know, so we're, gonna, we're hoping to have triggers, we're hoping to, to attract people through the Internet, having people blog about us. This uh, is also, by the, the way, uh, I, I'm going to hold you on. Can you, can you stick with us and talk more about this? Because I know you've had more to cover. We'll bring yeah. uh, Irina Goddard yeah. back if you have a question for the president of the Free State Project. She's on the line. Uh, 1-800-259-9231. This is a live Thanksgiving Day edition. We're here, so dial on in if you've got a question for Irina. 800-259-9231. Come back and uh, talk more about the Free State Project and how the Ron Paul movement is tying in. We're seeing bigger numbers for the FSP. Is the Ron Paul campaign a factor? This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. This is the live, uh, live Saturday, not Saturday, the live. I'm used to saying, used to saying live when it's Saturday show. This is the live Thanksgiving Day edition, so it's Thursday evening, and it's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, completely free, so enjoy those, including the bulletin board system with over 300 thousand posts lots to talk about serious issues and fun stuff you'll find it all at bbs.freetalklive.com free state projects liberty forum will be held on january the 3rd through the 6th 2008 at the crown plaza hotel and resort in nashua new hampshire beautiful nashua new hampshire during january with a free shuttle from nearby manchester international and a sweet rate for liberty forum attendees this is a sweet deal and you don't want to miss it Register now at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. That's freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. Use code 2008FTL to save 10%. And I'm sure you can get there from the, uh, the main website at oh, yeah, freestateproject.org. So, uh, so we're talking actually with the Free State Project's president right now, new president, Irina Goddard. She is uh, actually, Irina organized the last Liberty Forum, as I understand it, and uh, now the president of the Free State Project on to tell us about some of the upcoming ex- exciting changes uh, that are going to be coming to the Free State Project. And, and many of these have been in the works for a little while, so I'm glad to hear that it's finally going to happen. Basically, in case you don't know, again, the Free State Project, a movement encouraging 20,000 liberty-loving people all to move to the same state. In this case, New Hampshire was the chosen state. And uh, so so we're getting those people to, to come here, but 
we finding we're finding that we need to be a little bit more flexible, or the Free State Project needs to be a little bit more flexible in in uh, how people can sign up. So we want to make it so people can can choose to come here sooner rather than later, and and uh, and customize their sign up a lot more than they they previously could. And so that's pretty exciting because that's on the way. Also, of course, the Liberty Form, which we're going to talk about. And Irina, you just told us a moment ago that signups are up uh, recently for the Free State Project. It was pretty slow, going like you know seven to ten a week. Now you're in the double digits every single week as far as signups is concerned. And if that doesn't sound like a lot to people, you do have to understand this is really a serious commitment. I mean, we're talking about uprooting your life and moving everything. If you've got a business, you know, moving that, moving your family, uh, moving everything to a different state. It's a pretty big commitment. And so more people are making it now. Irina, why do you think that is? Is the Ron Paul campaign a factor? Is it something else? What's your analysis there? I believe that Ron Paul is a definitely a factor in all this. I think people have woken up to where the country is going and where it could go if Ron Paul is elected or if Ron Paul is not elected. And I think they're, they're waking up to that fact and, and just being more active. Ron Paul campaign is very Internet-based, mm-hmm. and frankly, that's how Free State Project is as well. So I think those, you know, those two things are really helping each other. Absolutely. Uh, Plus, and, and and the most important thing, frankly, is uh, as you said, Free State Project, Free State is New Hampshire, and the first primary is has been announced is mm-hmm. January eighth. Okay? Yes. Now this is huge. This is going to be the uh, the three or uh, forty eight hours after our Liberty Forum finishes. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah. Now, um, so, it, is, is, does that mean that New Hampshire gets censured or whatever by the the, R, the RNC for some of their delegates or not? What's that mean? Censured? They're supposed to get lose half their delegates if they're before a certain time. I don't know. Uh, you mean the Republican? Yeah. Um, I actually, yeah. I, I heard something similar, but to be honest, I, I, I don't know what the final status on that is. Well, right. all I know is that the fact that the uh, the primary is going to be on January 8th means that Ron Paul is probably, you know, 100% chance of him going to be speaking at the upcoming Liberty Forum, right? Um, I, I cannot make that announcement. That's <laughs> what I would say. I'd say it's darn close to 100% chance because he's going to definitely be in New Hampshire, I would say, the weekend before he, the primary. It's, it's, he definitely is going to be here. There's no doubt about that. Uh, it's actually in, in the works. Um, uh, there's a, no 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 conf- confirmation, and until there's a confirmation, then it's going to be announcement. So I'm sorry, I cannot. That's all right. That. She can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> Well, we do know that historically, Ron Paul's been very friendly toward, uh, towards the Free State yeah. Project. He did. Yeah. You actually managed to get him on video, uh, essentially endorsing the Free State Project. And yeah. uh, that's, I think that video is up on the Free State Project's website Happily, right now. Happily, he was happy to do it. Absolutely. Right. And he was happy to speak at the Liberty Forum this year. So, you know, maybe it'll become a tradition. Maybe Ron Paul will speak there every year, even if he's not running for... Uh, for president, but Love nonetheless, that's something that's one definite possibility for the uh, the Liberty Forum. And the fact is, hotel rooms are filling up, whether or not Ron Paul is going to be there. So if that's you... exactly. So if anybody's actually been thinking about attending, I strongly suggest to register now and get your hotel because that hotel room is not going to be available under our code much longer. So, right. um, meaning because it's going to be filled up so quickly now. Uh, and 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 if you are going to sign up later. Uh, you know, the risk is that you may be uh, staying somewhere else, even in Massachusetts, because, frankly, New Hampshire is going to be all filled up because of the primary. So That's a good point. Remember. 
Make a yeah. move now and get that hotel room. And go to freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum to, you know, to read more about that. You know, I think it's great that the, the Free State Project and Ron Paul are so closely linked because as his campaign uh, moves on into the future, you know, the Free State Project will inevitably, inevitably get more media mentions and more attention. And, of course, it's going to benefit free, the Free State Project either way, whether Ron Paul wins or loses. And I think that, you know, there might even be a chance that if Ron Paul loses – the Free State Project could be something that his activists could turn to. Because we've been talking on Free Talk Live about, you know, what's going to happen with the burnout factor. If Ron Paul doesn't make it through the primary and he doesn't throw his hat in as an independent candidate, there's this huge activist network out there that's going to feel as though they don't have anything else to do. And I wonder how many of those are going to translate into, you know, excitement for the Free State Project moving to New Hampshire and getting active here. Well, we definitely want to reach out to, to you know, to those people and, and, and anybody else for that matter, too. So, um, again, that's why the Google ads and, frankly, you know, being more Internet, I don't know, smarter about how we get people to come to our website is, is critical right now. Um, and, and having us post to any, you know, any and all liberty-oriented um, groups mm-hmm. is, is, is priority number one. Uh, but, but before we go to that, I want to just mention one more thing, and that is the significance of having that primary the 48 hours after the Liberty Forum. Um, I mean, because this is the first primary, the media is going to swarm on our state here, and and I really do believe that it's 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 we're gonna we're gonna have a forum where there's going to be people coming from New Hampshire, coming from outside of New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I mean, by no doubt, this is going to be, this uh, presidential election, this presidential primary is the most contested one, frankly, in our lifetime. Um, and, you know, taking advantage of being here, being in the middle of this, frankly, storm, political storm here, and making a difference, you know, come to the Liberty Forum and then, frankly, stay and work for your candidate of choice. And, 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 and make that difference on, on primary day here in New Hampshire. Right. A lot of so, people um, have not made up their minds. I like the, you know, they're leaning one way or the, the other, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, a ve- it's very fluid here in um, New Hampshire and probably uh, around the United States. Uh, many people have made up their minds entirely, but, but I'd say the majority of people have not. A good percentage, for, and, and, for and sure. And people's opinions change. If they see a huge support for a particular candidate... That candidate, they're liable to vote for him. Yeah, like it or not, it does become a popularity Ron contest. Ron Paul is winning people. the uh, amount of signs in New Hampshire. I can tell you that. I just so took a drive today. Someone stole mine. Someone stole yeah. my But sign. you got another one. My Ron Paul sign. Yeah, I did get another one. People Hang on, Irina. We're going to bring you back. Talk about the Liberty Forum if you've got time. And do you? Yeah. Great. More with Irina Goddard. She is the president of the Free State Project. This is a live Thanksgiving Day edition of Free Talk Live. So call in if you got a question for it. Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves even on this live Thanksgiving Day edition. In fact, especially on this live Thanksgiving Day edition, phones are dead. 800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line. Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. You know, today's, today's a good day for listening, not such a good day for calling. Well, you, whatever. It's always a good time for either one. 
whatever suits you. Uh, 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Shrine of Female listeners is there. The dozens of ladies have sent us their uh, validated photo to prove they listen to the show. Head to shrine.freetalklive.com to see what it's all about. That is shrine.freetalklive.com. The, uh, the new Zero Blaster shoots smoke rings up to 12 feet with a blue LED light to light them up. You can get the Zero Blaster, a Mega Blaster, or a Mini Blaster. Get one at zerotoys.com or get two or three or however many kids you have. Wayne, uh, we gave him one for his kid. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how he loved it. I guess we didn't get to ask him that the other night, but the kid was really having a good time. I'm sure. And Wayne's comment was that the kid could have a good time, his son could have a good time, but it wasn't annoying at the same time for Wayne. Right. You could turn on or off the little blaster noise, and uh, that's good for parents. It's a parent-compatible toy. Right. And there's a little bit of science that goes with it, too. So, uh, you know, why is this smoke coming out of here? What makes this smoke, Daddy? There is a reason. I don't know. Go to (laughs) ZeroToys.com. Well, you would know if you read the back of the package. Read it. (laughs) ZeroToys.com. All right, let's go back to... I don't know how to fix a car engine either, but I know how to drive. One. Yeah, well, good point. Let's go back to Irina Goddard. Uh, she is the president of the Free State Project, the Free State Project being a movement of 20,000 liberty-loving individuals of all different shapes and sizes and viewpoints, all moving to the same state, to New Hampshire, in order to get active for liberty. For some people, that activism might mean civil disobedience. For others, it might mean, uh, might mean getting active at the state house and lobbying representatives on behalf of pro, uh, pro-freedom viewpoints, or something else entirely. Uh, so, Irina, you're back on the line with us, and we're—I think—we're just going to get into talking about the, uh, the the upcoming Liberty Forum, unless you had something else to cover. No, we can go right into the Liberty Forum. So, why were you calling to talk about the Liberty Forum? Is there something new that has developed that you wanted to announce, or what's going on? Well, I think overall, I just wanted to talk about uh, the fact that the primary was was um, was named. It was the right. January eighth. So Liberty Forum is, in fact, the weekend right before the primary, which is on Tuesday. Um, and frankly, just talk about the significance of, of, you know, why our event is actually going to be, you know, the hotbed of, of you know, the political uh, turmoil, I don't know, debate and everything yeah. that's happening in New Hampshire. And there's going to be a lot of media to cover it. Right. You know, so, the, uh, the, the, the fact is the rest of the candidates – simply don't have a uh, a weekend-long, three-day-long event dedicated to them, which I'm not saying that this is entirely dedicated to Ron Paul, but it's darn close. I'd say he's definitely going to have some supporters at the upcoming Liberty Forum. That's for sure. And it it really is. I mean, having been there last year for the very first Liberty Forum, this is only going to be the second one. Uh, It really is the the pro-liberty event of the year. I understand there are some out there in America, the Libertarian Party has a convention, that sort of thing. But this isn't a political party event. This is just people that love freedom getting together and uh, and meeting with each other and brainstorming and socializing and also learning and having a good time. Mm. It really is a blast. Highly recommend people go to freestateproject.org slash liberty forum. Learn more about some of the uh, the speakers they're going to have. Just a... I mean, I'm overwhelmed almost by this list of speakers. It keeps growing week after week. Uh, there, I think there are more speakers lined up already for the Liberty Forum, and there are still some more to, uh, to be announced, right, Irina? That's right. That's right. And I think that those announcements are going to happen pretty quick. I think Chris Lawless is going to call in probably sometimes during the upcoming week now, and, and everything's going to get finalized now because we were, we were waiting for the primary date to be announced. Right. And that so, has been uh, done. It's all coming together now. And, um, I mean, if I do have to say from last year... 
the big thing. I mean, you know, you plan these things, you know, everything, but, you know, at the end, you still you don't know how things are going to turn out. And, and last year, the thing that, always, that got me is uh, the camaraderie that people build, uh, that the various, you know, other pro-liberty organizations that are out there that came to the Liberty Forum, mm-hmm. and, and the people really mingled together, not just people from out of state, but people that are really living here in New Hampshire, frankly sure. residents of New Hampshire too, knowing that there are, you know, there are uh, like-minded spirits out here or coming to New Hampshire. I mean, it was really, you know, a lot of buzz. And, and I think that kind of buzz and excitement is something that cannot really be planned. It just happens. And since it happened last time, I, I really strongly believe that it's going to happen again and it's going to be bigger and better. Absolutely. It's definitely bigger. There are a lot more people that are going to be there. Our very own uh, Gardner Goldsmith, host of Against the Grain here in New Hampshire, he's going to be there. Jim Babka from Downsize D.C. Barry Cooper, uh, definitely his first time at the Liberty Forum. Barry Cooper, uh, the man behind Never Get Busted. Excellent set of uh, videos. It's uh, available online. Uh, Former law enforcement officer, also former law enforcement officer Peter Christ from Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. Uh, Carla Howell, Center for Small Government, Bernard von Nothaus, the Liberty Dollar. I mean, I've only named a fraction. Sharon Harris, who was supposed to be there last year, had a family emergency, and she couldn't That's make right. it. She's coming out this time from the Advocates for Self-Government, an organization I'm a huge fan of. So really, I mean, this is the who's who of uh, liberty-oriented activists, uh, the, the names, if you will. They're going to be there, and it's going to be uh, really exciting, not to mention some of the best activists from around the state of New Hampshire who have moved as part of the uh, the Free State Project as early movers. Really, it's a, it's a great event, and it's, it's affordably priced. What's it going to set somebody back if they're, uh, they're going to be buying you know, the whole weekend pass? What, is it, what are we looking at right now? Right now, it's $219, and that gets you into everything. The day program, the panels the keynote speeches and dinners that are oh, happening good. in the evening, okay? Uh, so, so that's actually a very good price because it includes the, the evening, evening dinners as well. Okay, uh, but now wait a minute. Hold on. Now, that's $219 for the whole package, but if you go and you use the Free Talk Live discount code, which is 2008FTL, all one word, 2008FTL, you'll get 10% off that. That's right. So right. now, when does that price go up? There's always a certain date at which it, it's going to bump up to the next level. I tell you, it's going to bump up when when we announce and finalize the schedule. The reason it's it's lower right now is because there's still some open gaps. Mm-hmm. So you know that's 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 the payoff. You know, you 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 commit early and and you get lower price. But when everything's finalized. It's, it's going to go a little higher. There's, so really, there's just you know very limited time to yeah. take advantage of this. There's no and, reason to wait. Exactly, and and I do have to stress the hotel. I mean, I think it's 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 a bonus to to be to to stay at the place where the convention is. Totally. Unless, you know, because traveling to a different hotel and frankly, let's face it, is in January and it's nasty weather outside. So uh, being somewhere else, I think, puts a damper on things. So if you can um, register now, including with you know with the hotel. Very cool. Did you have anything else to cover tonight, or did you guys have any other questions for Irina while we have her here? I, no, I pretty okay. much got all my questions answered. Anything else we missed, Irina? No, I think I, that, that, that's it. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys there as well. Well, we always have a blast uh, broadcasting from the Liberty Forum. I certainly enjoyed it last year. I had a great time. Looking forward to it again. We're going to see, I'm sure, a number of our listeners. There were people in Free Talk Live's uh, T-shirts everywhere. Now we've got the Free Talk Live hoodies that people can order so they can help keep warm while they're up here in New Hampshire. And we can bring some with us if we wanted to. Uh, I can't because I don't have those. Oh, okay. But our oh. store manager, if he's coming, and I don't know if he is, might be able to see, see if we can work that out. Now, Irina, before we go, um, I noticed on the 
freestateproject.org's uh, main page, there's a, a little map that says, that, you know, the most people have donated from this state and the least from that state and that kind of thing. And I was noticing that uh, some of the states correspond with some of the uh, states where we have the most, uh, you know, broad, where we have the most stations and that kind of thing. See any correlate? Do you see any correlation there? I think so. I think that's a, that's a very good observation. Uh, I, I think that definitely has something to do with it. Yeah, well, possibly. Uh, we'll see. Possibly. Possibly. Exactly. All right, I mean, Irina. New Hampshire, New Hampshire stands out definitely in that map. Yep, but so I, does Montana. Uh, so. I, I was going to say, I just hope that your son is uh, feeling better soon. I know that you've taken time out from your Thanksgiving evening to be talking to us tonight, and I really appreciate your time tonight. Thank you. Thank a, you to you, and thank you to the listeners. Yep, have a good night, and uh, we'll keep people informed on the uh, Developing Liberty Forum coming up here on January 3rd through the 6th. Uh, that's just, what, five weeks, six weeks away from now? It's not very long, so looking forward to that. Thanks, Irina. Good night. 800-259-9231, SACL CAI toll-free line, the live Thanksgiving Day edition of the program. Still have to tell you the Thanksgiving, sort of the traditional Free Talk Live uh, Thanksgiving story. What was the true story of Thanksgiving? Believe it or not, they didn't tell you the truth in government school. We have it here. And that's on the way. And your calls as well about whatever you want. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Toll free, 800-259-9231, the live Thanksgiving Day edition of the program. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are completely free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, tomorrow is the kickoff of the holiday shopping season. Tomorrow mm-hmm. is uh, known Ian as loves Black Friday. Black Friday. Yeah. I, he talks I, about it every year. It is. <laughs> it's great. It's a wonderful marketplace phenomenon. It, I mean, it it's, is. It's amazing to watch people go out and stand out in the cold. I always thought it was amazing that people would get up at you know five in the morning or four in the morning at in Florida where we used to live and stand out in what what I considered cold. Then it's a whole different. Ball game up here in New Hampshire. For the first time, I've been tempted to do such a thing. I uh, saw a circular for Walmart where they're selling, uh, this may not be in your area, $900, 48-inch plasma screen t- TV. It, it, an amazing uh, deal. But I, I just, thought it was $800. Wait, what was it? For how many inches? Well, it's an 800 and something dollars, and it was 48-inch. Okay, because they had one on the front page of their circular for under 800, 42 inches, which uh, was full HD, just an awesome, amazing deal. And there's going to be deals like that going on everywhere tomorrow. I, I don't even know where I was going with that. I was just mentioning what day it was. It's uh, the live Thanksgiving Day edition. Tomorrow's Black Friday, of course. Oh, yes, it kicks off the holiday shopping season. And why go out and brave the crowds? Why go stand in the lines when you can go to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com and get your shopping done right there online? No hitting the traffic. None of the insanity of going out and, uh, you know, possibly getting into fisticuffs with another mom over the, you know, the Tickle Me Elmo or something like that. Uh, which, believe it or not, people do fight on uh, Black Friday. The, the deals are so intense that people are willing to scuffle. 
Yeah, for them. that does happen. And so stay home. You know, click on Amazon.freetalklive.com. When you enter through that link, Free Talk Live gets a percentage of your purchase. You're going to have to do the holiday shopping anyway. You've got to get gifts for your friends and family members. So do it at Amazon.freetalklive.com. It's the same great products, same great deals. It's just that Free Talk Live gets a cut when you enter through that link. That's Amazon.freetalklive.com. The Republican Liberty Caucus welcomes new members in the pursuit of individual rights, limited government, and free enterprise principles all within the GOP. Visit rlc.org and click join us today. We'll find liberty together. That's rlc.org. Still a lot to talk about here tonight. We do, have, of course, uh, have our Thanksgiving Day-related stories. I'd like to find out, Mark, what you're thankful for. We'll get to that. Also, uh, coming up, there's an update on a story we discussed last night where the Internet harassment law was being looked at being uh, becoming a law. I mean, it doesn't exist or didn't exist, and there's an update on that from a small town in Missouri, Darden Prairie. We'll give you that story as well. But first, let's go to the phones and talk to Darlene in Toronto. You're on Free Talk Live, Darlene. Hi, Julia, Mark, Ian, hey. how are you doing? Hey, hello. What's up? Uh, well, just to th- uh, wish you guys happy Thanksgiving. It's not Thanksgiving here. That was a month ago, but... <laughs> oh, right, yeah, things are a little you. different up there in uh, <laughs> in Canada. Now, what were you thank- uh, thankful for on your Thanksgiving? I think because uh, for a while I lived away from home, and now being close to home recently, I was just very thankful to be close to family and friends on the Thanksgiving Day. Because previously, while I was away from home, I used to make Thanksgiving dinner for out-of-towners, other out-of-towners in the area as well. So just kind of nice to be actually around family and friends at that point. Excellent. So you were just calling to say happy Thanksgiving. Did you have anything else? Yes, I did, actually. um, First, before I get to what I was really calling about, you were talking about Black Friday. And uh, how many people are actually going to be spending money they actually have on Black Friday? Are they just going to get themselves (laughs) more in debt? Good question. Uh, I'd say there's a lot of people that are going to be signing up for those store credit cards tomorrow and charging up their credit cards. Absolutely. Yeah, that as well as are they, are they still actually selling Tickle Me Almost? I, he, he I don't know. know. That was just the, that was just I used that one because I used to work in retail and I was working in retail that particular Christmas. So I remember when Tickle Me Elmo was huge. That was also I think Tamagotchi was one of the big ones back when I was yeah. in retail. That's right. Anyways, just some points before I bring up my main point, which is the taser uh, debate. And I'm not sure how much you've actually talked about it lately on your shows, but I know in Canada the debate has been fierce over the use of tasers, particularly in the last uh, month or so uh, following the death of a man named Robert uh, Drakansky. Uh, sorry if I mispronounced that name. Uh, Vancouver Airport, an immigrant from Poland, his mm-hmm. first time in Canada. And I'm not sure, have you talked about this before? I no, I, saw, I had that story, I think, in my show prep. I don't think we ever got to it. There are so many taser stories now. Oh, it's, my gosh. I mean, we could do a whole hour on tasers. Oh, I know. It's, it's incredible. You know what? And these, I mean, the, the, the video uh, was taken by, you know, personal video on a, on a cell phone. The whole incident, the man had been in the Vancouver airport for 10 hours. Uh, his mother had saved up to get him into Canada. Uh, she's a 60-year-old woman, works very hard for her money. Uh, this man didn't speak a word of English, and he was stuck waiting for her for 10 hours after a miscommunication, and they had been separated. So here's this man, never been to Canada before, has no idea how to get the attention of anybody. Of course, he's freaking out. I mean, after 10 hours, right. he's throwing things, he's, he's mentally breaking down. And the police come to save the day, and what do they do? Instead of you know actually trying to find someone to interpret what he's talking about, they go ahead and tase him, and in, in minutes he's dead. Wow, it, it's it's incredible. And you know, you watch the video, completely an outsider. You watch the video, and the man, after seeing the police were there, it was almost like he was surrendering as to say, finally, someone's here to help me out, only to be killed in a matter of minutes. 
it's just it's a sad thing. And, it you know, really is. Even, um, so the, the the debate isn't necessarily the use of tasers, but also the role of video in society. Because now that we're all empowered with these portable video, you know, um, devices, we're able to catch this. But um, you know, I think a previous show, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, you were mentioning how you know video surveillance is almost a curse as well because it's watching everything we do. So I guess the debate is how how uh, wanted is video in our society as long as we are able to have it. And these, these incidences would have just gone by the wayside had it not been for personal video surveillance. Yeah, absolutely. If there's no video of the event, it might as well not have ever happened because then it's, your, it's just your word against the cops and exactly. the courts always side with the police. So I think that the advent of personal video recorders, DV cameras that are you know under three hundred dollars, the uh, there are even smaller cameras that you know you've got your cell phone cameras. So many different ways to capture video these days. I think it's a boon for humanity. I think it's wonderful. It's uh, it's giving us the the opportunity to fight back against this government tyranny and this police state. Certainly yeah. they can use it against us, but we're more decentralized <laughs> than they are. And eventually uh, these tools and the, these tools in the hands of activists and in the hands of individuals, we're going to win because of uh, because of the new availability of information. Yeah, it started with podcasting. When I first started started about podcasting, I'm like, awesome! It's it is the true meaning of free speech, being able to get out there. Anyone can have a voice now, and they can publicize it. And then this whole video thing too, and YouTube. I think it's been fantastic for. You know, Absolutely, and what's really exciting that. is when you look at it and you you think about this, YouTube's only been around for a handful yeah. of years, and it's That's really, amazing. I mean, can you imagine what we're on the cusp of here? Just to think, you know, what are we going to do in 10 years? We're going to look back, and we're going to be laughing about, <laughs> remember when we used to have YouTube? I mean, what's coming next? I have no clue. Right, it's so I'm exciting. To it, so cool. Yeah. That's something to be thankful for as well. Technology and the uh, the availability, the easy access, the easy uh, the easy ease of distribution. All of the walls are coming down. Yeah. Uh, the old barricades to getting your message out there to average people. It's all just dissolving. And of course, the old media and the establishment is very upset about it, but technology is moving so fast they can't stop it. So yeah, yeah. it's really just inevitable. It's it's only a matter of when we win, not if we win. Thanks for the call. <laughs> Great hearing Happy from you. Yes, th- same to you. Well, I guess Canada a month ago. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I mean, you guys want to chime in on the uh, the new media revolution here, since that's sort of the uh, the topic. I I'd absolutely agree that uh, it, it you know when it comes down to um, you know securing our freedoms, that a camera's the best weapon. A lot of uh, the the people in the libertarian movement, or, or I guess more the militia movement, have always thought that we need to be better armed than the uh, the, the authorities guns or whatever. Or guns. Nope, that stuff just doesn't work. Sorry, it only enrages them. They know how to deal with guns. Right, they, that's what they did in uh, you know to the Branch Davidians. They don't know how to deal with cameras. You're absolutely right about that. Uh, you know, when you pull out a camera, they back down. When they you pull have out to a behave gun, when other people are watching. Yep. Right. You pull out a gun, they get amped up. They want to crack your head in. But if you've got a camera, and I think the the other thing that's going to be coming that's going to help us out with uh, the the advent of these cameras that are on cell phones, what we really need to have are cameras that stream their signal to some Internet server somewhere. Mm. Because the issue we're having now is people will film the cops and then just have the, co- the cops take their camera. But if what you're doing is live streaming 
to, let's say, instead of recording to a, to a hard drive or a DVD or a DV tape in your camera, the camera is recording over a wireless Internet connection that's all streaming to an online, you know, an Internet server somewhere. We don't quite have the bandwidth for it yet. But that's coming, and it will make that a possibility. That way, go ahead, buddy. Take my camera. Oh, no. Well, my video file's sitting on a server somewhere in Texas. So what are you going to do about that, copper? You know, by that time, by the time it reaches the lens of the camera, it's somewhere else. That's going to be, I think, the final nail in their coffin. 800-259-9231. That is the coffin of government. Hour two's on the way. You can take control Tyranny. of the airwaves. Tyranny, which the same one and the same to, to me. You. 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live. More coming up. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Thanksgiving Day edition of the program. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free, 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll free line. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We roll right into the phone calls to start things out here. going to ask you if you call in tonight. Again, you can always call about whatever you want, but I uh, want to ask you what you're thankful for this Thanksgiving Day. Let's go to Dave in Ohio, listening on WAIS. Hey, Dave. Hey, guys. This may be something you want to think I'm thankful for, but I'm thankful for the self-determination movement that began in the Keene, New Hampshire area. Excellent. Oh, well, thank you very much. Uh, you know, somebody had to uh, to get active, and that's something that uh, we've done out here in Keene, is we're, we're actively trying to get people, to recruit people to this area, because we, we know that there are going to be people moving to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, and so we're trying our best to, uh, you know, be as magnetic as possible here in Keene, because there's really some exciting things going on. And I'm thankful for my family. Good. Anything else? That's it. Dave, good hearing from you, man, and uh, happy Thanksgiving. All right, thanks. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. Now, we were talking during the break uh, about this, because uh, I said I was going to go around the uh, the studio here and ask you guys what you're thankful for, and Julia, you said you didn't want to participate. No, that's right. For and the reason why. Reasons. The reasons why. First of all, it reminds me of being 12 and either in school or at the Thanksgiving table where they made you go around and everybody says what they're thankful for. And everybody's thankful for the same things, that nobody really says anything that different. Friends and family is pretty much what it boils down to. Right. I'm thankful for the itchy rash I have. You know? Yeah. <laughs> People don't say that. And I just don't want to say the same cheesy things that I say every year. I try to appreciate things every day, not just I just don't take one day out of the year to like Thanksgiving doesn't really mean anything. It's not a holiday I have anything against. But to me, it's just a day where I don't have to work. And I eat a lot, I guess. I, it's, to me, Thanksgiving is one of the best holidays. I, uh, you it's know, very next, relaxing. next to Independence Day. Yeah, um, I agree. I really like Thanksgiving because you, you get some really great food in the process. Uh, the people that throw down as far as cooking really do on Thanksgiving. They sometimes do on uh, Christmas. You, you, 
you, you get more homemade food on Thanksgiving oh, yeah. Than, yeah. Than, than you do on, on oh, yeah. Christmas. And, and, and that's great and for cooking me. a Thanksgiving dinner, a lot of effort is put into it. That is for sure. And I think that uh, gratitude is, is something really good for humans to express. Uh, I do, too. To, to express. Well, she said that she, does, she feels grateful right. every day. And that's where I wanted to go with this was to focus on that idea that, you know, I, I don't necessarily want you to feel cheesy about it. And if you don't want to participate, well, that's fine. Well, if you ask me what I'm thankful for, the only thing that's going to come out of my mouth is something cheesy like, I'm thankful for my family and my job and my But you don't have a good relationship with your father, so I don't know if you're thankful for that. Well, when I say family, I like to think of my self-chosen family, which is the people that I like that I've surrounded myself with, so I'm not necessarily talking about... The people that we just saw at uh, the Thanksgiving Day uh, festivities here in New Hampshire. I I called this nice lady that I had a relationship with for several years. I used to work for her. I used to cook with her and stuff. I called her. I didn't call my dad, but... But I like her, so. And that's one of the nice things about Thanksgiving is it does give people who haven't talked for a little while an excuse to contact each other just to say hi and, and catch up and that sort of right, thing. Right, you know she's going to be home. Right, and, and that's not something that everybody does every day. So there are certain things about Thanksgiving that, that do set it apart from, you know, just the average day of, of being grateful for something. But it is really important, I think, in life to be thankful for uh, the wonderful things that we have. I mean, it's so great just to be alive today. As opposed to a hundred or two hundred years ago, I mean, we have things I think to be thankful for that most people take for granted. That you won't hear at the cheesy uh, around the table sort of, uh, you know, oh my my loved ones and but my that's dog what people and that say. sort of thing. But you know, how but those about are the things that I'm thankful for? Right, but how about the things that you you know you take for granted, but you are thankful for, like you know the ability to walk in your front door at night and flip a light switch and have illumination throughout your home? How about air conditioning and heating and you know all these wonderful things that make our life so comfortable? Indoor plumbing that have been brought to us by wonderful people in search of a profit in the marketplace. Right, Cell I'm phones. thankful for the marketplace and how free it is. I want it to be more free than it currently is today, because then our wealth is only going to increase even more than what we currently have. I mean, cell phones, television, internet, and then don't forget the uh, the staples, you know, ice. I like staples. Being, I like uh, Office Depot just as much, though. <laughs> being able to walk to a box in your kitchen, open a door, and pull out ice cubes is something that... Ice used to be something for rich people, and yeah. in a lot of countries, they just don't use it. 200 years ago, you would not have been able to fathom such a thing, but today, it's like, you know, nothing. For us. So I think that that's important. I think it's important to remember that sort of a perspective. We're very fortunate to be alive uh, right now. And of course, you know, I'll go through my, my litany here. I, I am very thankful that we're here in New Hampshire now rather than later. I think it was great that we moved sooner. I think it's it's fantastic that we're part of these uh, this wonderful group of early movers here in New Hampshire, these liberty-loving people that have moved here as a part of the Free State Project. I really have uh, have never felt so at home during a Thanksgiving, I think, than with the the great people here in New Hampshire. I have to say, I'm thankful for um, you know the the movement that's going on here in New Hampshire and for the the people that I know here. I'm, I'm just as thankful for being able to go home uh, for the holidays uh, at Christmas time. Well, so um, so Mark, did you have anything else you wanted to cover? I, I'm I'm obviously thankful for the fact that my wife's pregnant. Uh, you know, we're gonna our family's gonna be growing. That's and a that's big gonna change, be, it's gonna right? Be a big thing. Yeah. yeah, our relationship is uh, better than it's ever been, and and that's a good thing for me too. You're out building your own house now, yeah, and everything I've like got, that. I've got my exciting. own piece of property. Um, what what more could a man want than uh, a son on the way and uh, you know, eleven acres? Well, I think a daughter on the way is is what you would want a little more. Right? Well, perhaps <laughs> I would prefer, would prefer to have a daughter, but I can always have one of those too. 
You sure can. All right. So 800-259-9231. I don't know if that was too cheesy. Do you still do you feel like we're excessively cheesy here? No, I'm saying I would feel cheesy saying what I'm supposed okay. to say and I'm I not just saying to, it. Not well, you, there's nothing you're supposed to say and you you've con, you've certainly contributed to the conversation and I appreciate that. Let's go to the phones and to the fun and talk to Jeremiah listening in Montana on KGEZ. Hello Jeremiah. Howdy. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? I was listening to the program last night, and uh, the conversation had to do with that 14-year-old girl. Mm. This is the one that killed herself. Uh, She was 13 at the time, killed herself because, or allegedly, because she was very upset uh, that someone had posed as a a 16-year-old boy online and had sort of reeled her in and then was very rude to her and very uh, harsh. Yes. Yeah, that's the topic. And... uh, I can imagine uh, her parents, uh, you know, um, may want to uh, have some kind of vengeance out of this and uh, uh, see something done. And I guess it's uh, pretty understandable. And after the comments of uh, what Mark said, um, that only kind of stands true that it could go that way uh, is um, when he was going to be uh, fraud, uh, some kind of fraud uh, set in place with uh, taking a date home that ended up being a man, uh, his uh, first reaction was, I'll beat the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. I think I so said that they I were in danger of that. Where now her parents, uh, uh, the parents of the deceased uh, girl, uh, they want to beat the crap out of somebody. Well, they want to use the violence of the government. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't want to do it themselves. Uh, Right, and uh, to the police department. I was wondering, uh, maybe uh, Mark ought to pick himself up a taser. <laughs> and then he, you know, he wouldn't have to do anything physical. He could just tase someone. And, uh, and I thought it was really, really offensive and rude to be on a, a nationwide program and representing freedom. And to say something like that, man, was really rude. Well, well you can hear him backpedaling now. Now he's saying he didn't. Uh, I'm what are you saying now, Mark? I'm certain that I said that they were in danger of um, that happening. Yeah, that's and, not what I recall. And like the point that I'd like do to make. Do you recall Jer- that, Jer- uh, Jeremiah? Do you recall Jeez. him saying that, he was, that they were in danger of being attacked? No, uh, he sounded no, a little I, more sure. I remember quite quite well what he said. Yeah, not so. I, I, I disagree, and I think, and, and obviously Ian hasn't um, taken the time to go and get the uh, the archive No, out. I haven't he listened could, to that archive we could yet. Very well go, he could very well do that at any time he'd like, and he disagrees. It's fine. You can backpedal, though, Mark. Go Thanks. Ahead. I appreciate that. Yeah. Now, the, um, I'm, I'm not backpedaling. The, I th- have you ever heard <laughs> yeah, the term, no. uh, Jeremiah, that an armed society is a polite society? Pardon me? Have you ever heard the statement that an armed society is a polite society? It seems to go over pretty well uh, here where I am. Everybody carries sidearms and every pickup truck. Yeah, I don't think Jeremiah is going to disagree with that. And I know where you're going with that point, Mark. And that wasn't the suggestion you'd made last night. You were talking about, you know, the idea that you were leaning towards beating up, uh, up somebody who fooled you about their gender. And it's just the attitude I think that you delivered that uh, that you delivered your opinion with that is uh, is very offensive to people. And Jeremiah, I'm glad you called to share your thoughts. Thank you for the call. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can bring up whatever you want. Toll free. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. The SACL CAI toll free line. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. It's the live Thanksgiving Day edition of the program. We're here. Most radio show hosts take the day off. We think you deserve live programming, so we are here doing the program for you. 
uh, paying the board op a little bit extra to come in tonight and take care of business. Uh, so the phones are open, and we'll take your calls about whatever you want. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are for free. And those features include live streams, broadband version of the show, and a dial-up version as well for free at freetalklive.com. The American Consumer News is an online magazine which will provide you a steady stream of money-saving tips to help you um, get closer to financial freedom. The magazine discusses topics such as investing, real estate, frugality, debt reduction, and much, much more. That's AmericanConsumerNews.com. All right, so we just had a call about uh, the discussion that, that happened last night on the show in regards to... Uh, what was the situation? You had commented that if there were, if you'd been at a bar, right? And you'd Wayne met somebody, said something about uh, some, uh, you know, some gal picking me up in a bar and her being a shemale, and I said something like that person would be um, in danger of a butt whipping. Now I did check. Uh, one of our listeners did verify. You did say the person would be in danger of that, but I think it was the way that you said it. I think it re- it really showed the sort of the attitude behind it, sort of an attitude of barbarism, an attitude of uh, you know violent thoughts, and I don't know if that would even be an appropriate response at all for a situation like that. I understand I think the appropriate response is to get up and walk out. The person who is lying about their gender has not, you know, threatened to club you over the head. So, you know, violence in response to that at all is questionable and scary. And I understand where our listeners are coming from in saying that you sounded a little you're out su- of control. You're suggesting that it's all the listeners, and they're not. People called in last night to support me, and people on the BBS are supporting me. So, I mean, there's, th- well, there's factions here. Yeah, so, I didn't say it was Jeremiah all of the certainly listeners. felt that it's way. The sensible ones, the ones that aren't, you know, right, barbaric. the ones that agree with you. And I get that. I understand that you believe in the non-aggression uh, pact, which is, um, you know, I will not uh, use, I, I will not initiate force against someone for political or social gains. Mm-hmm. I get that. That's your principle. That's the one you live by. It's practically a, it's a moral code for you. It's practically a religious thing, except you don't believe in God. Whereas I go by a different code. That code is the golden rule. Do unto, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And I believe that if I do something egregious to someone, whether that is you know, physical force or not, if I lie to somebody uh, significantly, if I say something that's horribly offensive to someone, I want somebody to put me in my place. But, but so the, that means violence? That's what a part of what the threat of violence. It's not violence. It's the threat that you can do something egregious and somebody might put you in your place. And that's the point I was making with an armed society as a polite society, which is a you know an axiom that is very common among uh, the libertarian folks out there, which essentially says that if it's you know in essence saying that if you're rude, somebody might shoot you. In yeah, an that's armed not society. what that's really saying. Uh, what, what really, that an armed society says, as a polite society doesn't say that um, the opposite of it isn't if you're rude that you could no, get shot. I don't think anybody really is not rude because they're afraid of getting shot. I'm not it's talking just... about a little bit rude here, Ian. How many people have you seen me beat up? None. Okay. So, right. Like, I'm not a violent thug with a teeth, uh, with a I knife between my teeth, right? I didn't say you were a thug. You just had some violent yeah, you thoughts. Did. You actually and that said that. A... I think that was, like, the last word you used in uh, fascist, last night. I think. I no, called I you think, I think thug was it. Um, t- you were being thuggish, and I was right, upset right. at you. Right. I understand you were upset, and That's I get that. That's a thuggish that. viewpoint, the idea right. that you I would have somebody. to be extraordinarily upset to, to um, participate in something like that, but I'm just telling you that... The uh, the the I like to use the term market. Now maybe it's not something being bought or sold, but you know, call it extra government force of somebody putting a man in his place who's gotten out of their place or somebody in their place. Uh, I was taught not to hit girls. Don't do such a thing. 
but um, you know, yeah, somebody... I don't see anybody uh, by what they say being out of place. It may be inappropriate. It may be un- uh, uncalled for. Right, and I appreciate uh, I, I appreciate where you're coming from. And there's Ian. and I there's do. certainly something to say for speaking with another person about their position and trying to perhaps verbally chastise them or ostracize them. But to uh, you know to suggest that if someone says something offensive that they should possibly be concerned about being attacked, I think is. I just don't. I don't feel comfortable with that. Now, Julia, you're sitting there, sort of shaking your head. Uh, oh, I'm just laughing here? at you two. Oh, I see. Because you fight like a married couple sometimes. It's very amusing. That's all. Okay. No thoughts on the you know the issue of threatening for, a, a, a transvestite. I wasn't here for the, the I summed it up. What do you think for my summation? I can't say. I, I don't know. All I heard yesterday was Ian was yelling, kept calling you a thug and a jerk and a horrible person. Mm-hmm. He does that. <laughs> I, I revoked his libertarian credentials last right. night. Exactly. Oh, I got them back on the BBS. You did? Yeah, somebody gave them back to Because me. Ian <laughs> has the ability to revoke right. your libertarian. As, though, as if. <laughs> right, because Ian, see, the thing is, the non-aggression pact is, in fact, a free marketeer or anarchist or whatever pact because... Um, no, it's a libertarian uh, principle. It's, it's from the libertarian party, but... No, 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 no. They didn't originate that principle. They adopted it for their party. Right. And it goes there's a faction them. of libertarians. I'm willing to put this under a larger umbrella. There's all kinds of people under the libertarian umbrella, and those that believe in no government at all can't kick those that believe in some government out. I believe in a certain level of government. Therefore, unfortunately, that means I believe in a certain amount of initiated force against people. Yeah. I, I understand that, Mark. So and, that, and that's that, your problem. I have not been unprincipled. You've used, you used the term last night, unprincipled, and it's just not so. Well, that's right. You don't have principles. So that's the issue. You know, the idea that... I do have a principle. It's called the golden rule, Ian. Right. So what are the chances you would clock a uh, transvestite should they have fooled you into bed with them? What, what, what are the chances? What are the chances? I yeah, don't you know. Said, you know the, they were the, in danger of the, it. The, the, the how, is, how much danger were they in, anyway? I, I'm, I, 90%? I have a wife, dude. 99%? I shouldn't be going out and I understand. I'm not talking about right now. Women. I'm talking about 10 years ago. How about that? But 10 years ago, I was a completely different person, Ian. Yeah. You're, you're giving me these hypotheticals. Um, 10 years ago, I was in prison, and um, so Just therefore... Just saying, the thought went through your head, therefore, you know, there is that possibility. And that's what scared people, Mark. That's all. People were just a little frightened by that. I'm, I'm just speaking for that a lot particular of people were not, of the listeners. We're not uh, frightened by it. They understood completely. Um, you know, I can understand I've gotten IMs, the I've gotten emails, I've gotten uh, sure, BBS posts. Sure, that's right. Uh, you know, argumentum ad populum. You know, the idea that a lot of people agree with I, your I'm, unprincipled position doesn't make it right. But you said the listeners and people were scared. You were using right, the, the same argument. Have argumentum ad populum and the same sign. All I'm doing tonight. is... Uh, right, tonight, right now. And all I'm doing is I didn't is make an argument argument from uh, popularity. You were Not saying the listeners were scared. The listeners that called in. <laughs> two of them. Two of the three. Well, one, uh, uh, you guys Jeremy are from, hilarious. Jeremy from Montana was not scared. Let's talk to Dave in Montana, listening on KGEZ. Dave, uh, you Hold get on, tricked into go, bed. Um, I say Dave takes your side. Dave, tricked into bed by a transvestite. You find out. What do you do? Hey, uh, in a bar, if a girl's sitting there and a guy comes up and gets fresh with the girl, a girl could turn around and slap that guy. That's socially accepted. If we live in an equal world, I think the guy should be able to slap the guy if he tries to hit on him. Yep, took my Same side. thing, boom, a little slap in the face. So you would, you would attack, more rough and tumble let, in Montana. Let's use the same situation, though. You would attack a transvestite, uh, someone who was posing as the opposite sex, if you found no, that I out? No, would, I don't think I'd go for it because I'd probably sniff it out that the guy, you know, is a guy or whatever. I'd like to know? think so, too. 
Um, yeah, but, uh, you, first you're I'd making like it to... seem as though like I'm going to jump on a transvestite because they're a crossdresser. I'm not. Hey, first, I'd like to say uh, happy the corrupt bastards got away with killing JFK Day, <laughs> well, and I'm thankful. They killed like JFK on that. Thanksgiving. Huh? Was they killed JFK on Thanksgiving. Well, it's the twenty-second it of uh, November. Oh, I see. Know. Okay, it, just... it's Thursday. Every the third Thursday, gotcha. so it falls on the twenty-first, the twenty-second. Dave, I want to hear what you're thankful for. We're going to bring you back. Hang on, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Always interesting to hear uh, Dave's opinion. He's an things. interesting man. You can bring up anything and whatever you want goes. It is the live Thanksgiving Day edition. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Come down on the initiation of force discussion or whatever's on your mind. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can bring up whatever you want on this live Thanksgiving Day edition of the program. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are completely free. Enjoy them on us, including the updates. Get signed up. We keep you in the loop whenever there's something fresh to announce about the show. You'll know it first if you're on the list at updates.freetalklive.com. That's updates.freetalklive.com. Sound money is under attack. The Liberty Dollar had its offices raided and all of its precious metals seized on November 14, 2007. To find out more, go to libertydollar.org and sign up for their updates. To help, get a paper Liberty Dollar and sign up for the class action suit also at libertydollar.org. Don't let the federal government show Shut down this important alternative in currency, libertydollar.org. As we go back to Dave in Montana. Dave, you're back on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. So uh, you'd called in originally to tell us what you were thankful for tonight, right? Yeah. Hey, first, I'd like to say if you find yourself in a predicament that uh, the one you're with is some transvestite, you were thinking with your head but the wrong head is not the one on your shoulder <laughs> yeah i agree I you have that. nothing but yourself to blame and the idea That's that right, you'd be so angry you know, to you're you're there for only the the the, the sex thing and, and you're just trying to use the person and i guess it's your own uh, karma coming back at you or, yeah so. yeah i mean buyer beware caveat emptor you only have yourself to <laughs> be upset the against person, the person being the in, imposter should be aware that they could get a fist right through the nose, too, you know. You, I suppose you know. they should be aware of that, but I just think that uh, suggesting messing, such... You mess, you know, you're messing with fire, you know, the emotion and, you know, passion and all that. I understand. Stuff, you know? I just <laughs> think that suggesting those things belies a bit of a, uh, a violent no, demeanor. That's all. Well, assault and battery. You could... Assault starts the battery. Assault could be just verbal. And then the battery is when you touch. So it does, you know. This is true, Dave. What do you what it, do you think for tonight? It builds up to that, you know. It builds up to that, you know. The assault, verbal assault, builds up to the physical contact. So the one doing the verbal assault could be the one responsible for the physicalness. All right, Dave. Like what are you thankful for tonight? But uh, I'm thankful that I could say all this stuff. And there ain't nobody banging down my door yet, you know, trying to take me away to some gulag. And uh, we got to stay American. Freedom Freedom of of speech. speech And everything. Long live free talk. Thanks for the call, Dave. Thanks for the call tonight and uh, this Thanksgiving Day episode of Free Talk Live. We continue with the phone calls. Talk to X in California. X, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hello. I would like to say I'm thankful for my, my cat. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, me He's too. He's pretty I'm awesome, and he What's caught his... a mouse the other day inside the house. Excellent. What's I his name? thought I was seeing this cartoon mouse for like a year. What's... But when I saw him carry it outside, I, I knew I wasn't hallucinating a mouse. <laughs> What's the cat's name? <laughs> <laughs> his name is, he's a mountain lion. He's a mountain lion. Yeah, a little miniature one. I see. We have a little uh, miniature mountain lion, too, I think. He's pretty cool. He hangs out on the roof most of the time. <laughs> Very good. House. Good times. Good times. Anything else so, on your mind tonight? Uh, I'll call and let people know, like, they got this thing. I, uh, if you uh, own property with Nina loans, like, you used to be able to get those kind of easy. A what loan? Uh, no income, no assets stated. Mm. Yes. Loan. So, uh, like, uh, now they got this thing where when you apply, they know if you file taxes or not. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I... I never experienced that. I don't know if that's a new thing or not, but that was kind of shocking to me. So this is a no income, no assets, meaning that you – how do you possibly get a loan like that if you've got nothing to show? How does well, that work? Well, if you just pull a bunch of money out of your hat, you can buy a house. If you got 20% down, you can get one of those Nina loans. Really? You know, even, loan like, even, even if all you can show them is that you have cash on hand, that they'll let you have a loan if there's nothing else they can look that's at? That's how I was going to get one. And you don't even have to show where the cash came from or anything. You just have to have a credit rating over, what is it, 786 or something. You have to have a prime cr- score. So now they're saying you have to show I- IRS returns? Yeah. And they, they know right away. They know they mm-hmm. have uh, kind of like how they can just run your credit. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they know right away. Ugh, that's not and good. And it's like big bankers, too. Yeah, so I'm kind of a little nervous about that. You are, know? You, well, are you looking for a loan or something? Well, I thought I might do an addition, and I just thought, you know, I would, like, kind of try and do the proper way, mm. like get a loan and kind of start it and then pay cash. like. In the- so if you don't have any IRS returns, then does that mean you're an, an extra risk or they just can't give you the loan by law? I don't know if it's by law, but they just know, and they just say you have to do that now. Hmm. And I've never run into that before. Interesting. And they just said, they told me, like, they got this thing, they run you the computer, they know right away if you filed or not. Very good. X, mm-hmm. any other thoughts tonight? I'm all for Mark, man. I'm right there with you, dude. I, I'd, any day, I'd rather be side-by-side side with you having some static in a bar than Ian. Great. Because I know, like, we'd go down swinging or... There you go. That's brave. Story. I don't think you'd get Ian to a bar. And yeah. that's that's a part of his philosophy is well, he's never going to be like in those anywhere. instances. Well, could be movie theater, <laughs> could be grocery store. I've gotten in issues out in the grocery store parking lot before. Maybe that's fight in a grocery store parking lot. Do you think <laughs> that it might have something to do with the fact <laughs> that you're looking for static? You know, maybe that you sort of attract that to you never, to some extent? Never, no? You don't think never, so? Never. Okay. The whole thing was new to me. Like, I've been to gladiator school. And, uh, what? What's that? He's been to prison. Oh, okay. yeah. And so, and but before that, like you know, I, I grew up in New York in the early '80s, and like I mean, that was that was a wild town back then. It was like out of the the recession. I mean, anything went. Like you could buy beer any age. There was no order in the city. And, and that has to do with what? Well, it's just the environment that I grew up in. It's like, you know, if, if you, you're in the city, like, people would try and take your money or your shoes, like, physically accost you. Yeah, well, and, like, if you're being you physically be accosted, you have the right to fight back. If somebody tricks you into thinking they're a male or a female when they're not, you're not being physically accosted at all. You're, you're just never going to win with what the NMS. You've just been fooled and you're feeling bad about it. Good, hmm? and, but then what if somebody sells you a car and the title looks good, but then you go to DMV and they can't help you register it? Well, that sounds like a government problem. Well, no, but that would be the same type of situation. Well, if somebody's like somebody's been doing defrauding you, if someone if has actually frauded you... my house and they're supposed to have, like, 50 grand wrapped up and then they don't have it, like, they got, like, something else in there, mm-hmm. like, you know, if they're... 
It just shows, I don't know. It's like right. people need to deal straight right. up, and if you don't deal straight up, there can be consequences, and everybody's level of what they see as consequences varies from I understand that. When, uh, when there's actually a financial transaction on the line of some sort, when there's actually product changing hands and people are fraudulent, I think that's certainly problematic, and things need to be remedied in that particular case. But product, if you get fooled too. by a transvestite, sir, that's all your fault, and you have only yourself Unless to blame. Unless you ask I'd never her be if she's a woman, a woman and she says no. I've been locked up. I can spot them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for the call, X, 800-259-9231. I note that the people that have taken your side, Mark, that has been what they've relied on when I brought that up. Oh, I wouldn't be fooled by a transvestite, <laughs> so it wouldn't be an issue. Well, the fact is, if you were, it would be just your fault, and you'd only have yourself to be upset at. The idea that you'd lash out at the person for, uh, for you know, successfully tricking you is, I think, pretty absurd. You don't think there's any value um, in... The, you know, people ha- possibly having consequences for telling people lies and, and being well, offensive and that kind of thing. She wouldn't be telling you a lie unless you said, are you a woman? And she said, no. You're just assuming she's a woman because she's got a makeup on and a dress. Or right. Well, and, and that seems like a fair assumption. And I think I would think that there's a certain level, uh, you know, they're dressing like a woman. That's why they're called a cross-dresser. I gotcha. Maybe they just like to wear dresses. Yeah. I, I, uh, they're... I don't, I don't have some, a problem with people who like to wear dresses. I would have a problem with them um, not uh, you know, being uh, straight up. I don't think people should be frightened of an attack, a physical attack for lying. Right. That's well, all. Yeah, God knows they should be able to say what, and do whatever they want and get I, away with it. Look, I'm not saying there shouldn't be consequences. I just don't think that, uh, you know, that people should necessarily be frightened that someone's going to come out swinging if they're a little dishonest with them. I think that's, that seems a little barbaric. It sounds, there you go. It's a little right. barbaric. And, 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 it is. And, Thank you for admitting and, it. And the world... Um, you know, has a little barbarism in it. Can you and grunt for need, us tonight, Mark? Give us a good caveman grunt. Barbaric man. That's because violence is indefensible, sir. No, you, will you lose. haven't done so well. Oh, I haven't done so no, well? Done so really? Well. Hmm. No. The caveman noises are a little... Eh. Well, 1-800-259-9231 <laughs> is the SACL CAA. That's how I see him, essentially, you know, uh. when he does those things, when he says those things. When, you know, when you think <laughs> violence, when violence is your first response. That's not a first response, tricked, my friend. That was what came out of your mouth. It wasn't that, oh, I, well, I would say something danger. to the person. Right. Well, that tells me that's what you were thinking about. 800-259-9231, and uh, you can bring up whatever you want. Still on the way here, we've got to talk about the Thanksgiving story. We might even give you some tips. Apparently, some people need these tips. I don't know why, but to avoid feuding with your relatives on Thanksgiving. And I guess uh, not everybody has a good family. Not so, uh, not so sure about that. Mine's decent, so I haven't had any fights break out at, uh, at my Thanksgiving dinners. But maybe you have. And if you want to tell us Sometimes your story, your relatives. 800-259-9231. Maybe uh, your uncle was cross-dressing and you got really upset. We're on the way. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can bring up anything, even on this, the live Thanksgiving Day edition of the program. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. The place to go. The feature's there for free. So enjoy them on us. If you like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, then go and shop with us at the Free Talk Live store. You can get all kinds of great Free Talk Live branded merchandise like hats, t-shirts, hoodies. We've got the classic DVD archive collector sets, all of that and more. Bumper stickers are free, by the way. Head over to store.freetalklive.com. Get your shopping done. That's store.freetalklive.com. And your mattress was likely manufactured using all kinds of disturbing chemicals. If that bothers you, well, it should because it bothers some scientists, especially 
especially in the case of young children. Savvy Rest mattresses are made of 100% natural latex rubber, organic wool, and organic cotton. Try their crib mattresses, too. SavvyRest.com. For the sleep you've been dreaming of, that's SavvyRest.com. We go right to the phone calls and talk to Puke in New Hampshire. Uh, Puke, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Uh, good evening, Ian Mark. Hey, hey! Before before you Hello. go with your reason for calling, uh, what are you thankful for this Thanksgiving? What am I thankful for? Um, that I can breathe air. That's still. a good one. Air is good. Uh, that I have indoor plumbing. Yes, that's excellent stuff. Uh, that I had a great time with friends in New Hampshire. How cool was that today? I mean, you were how long were you out at uh, the Canario household, uh, getting together with Free State Project members and and uh, enjoying Thanksgiving dinner? Uh, let's see. I got about uh, ten o'clock in the morning until. Maybe 10 minutes ago. Wow. That's fantastic. So, a lot of good conversation. Yeah, I mean, it has day. to be good conversation in order to stay somewhere for that long. Yeah, I had a great time. Uh, uh, you know, we had like 20 people show up. Uh, it was fantastic. Um, when I was in the military, uh, we would do stuff like that sometimes. The single guys would get with the uh, – some somebody would, who was married, had a family, would open up their house. And mm-hmm. it was very generous uh, of Lauren and Jim to do that. Well, and other so people, you know, everybody sort of brought a dish, that sort of thing. So I, yeah. everyone was a little bit generous, I think, and it was it was a lot of fun. So what was on your mind tonight, Puke? I wanted to comment on the on the little uh, transvestite uh, violence thing. Yes, <laughs> the barbarism. But, uh, well, see, I kind of take Mark's side um, a little bit because uh, I can understand where something would happen where, you know, a situation where it's, it's just kind of you're going to get kind of angry and I mean, would you would you consider it like overly violent if if you were like with someone who you thought was a woman, and all of a sudden you found out it was a man? Like, would you you know you get mad and kind of shove them out the door maybe? And, and would that be considered violence to you, Ian? Or, uh, well, or, I don't know. Shoving better? someone out the door if they don't want to leave, I think is you know certainly defending your property to some extent. There, if you've asked someone to leave and they're not leaving, then I think that's that's something that you have to do. I don't know if I would necessarily qualify that. I I got the impression that Mark was thinking you know just an attack on the person yeah, but would be put them in the hospital over it. Yes, you know I understand what Mark's saying. He's saying that he would kind of be like, oh my god, and. And maybe, you know, slap the guy, you lied to me, and shove him out the door and not pummel him until he has to go to the hospital or something. Obviously, that would be wrong. The the punishment, as they say, should fit the crime, right? And so, you know, I think... Uh, a punch if, in the face wouldn't somebody, be such a big deal, but beating him with a baseball bat would be kind of Punching someone in the face for uh, I was asking lying? him a question. Okay. I, w- I don't know. Myself, I've never been in a fight, so I probably wouldn't go that far. Um, <laughs> You're in the Army, you know, but you were never in a fight? Wow. Yeah. Well, it seems to me (laughs) that... Good for you. Okay, I was never in a fist fight, let me say that. Um, It seems to me that other options should be exhausted prior to getting to the point of violence. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Let's exhaust it. I'm glad I can count you. I can on you for that. I'm I'm glad I can. But in in a situation like that, you would be highly emotionally charged, and and that would just be kind of the first thing that would pop in your head is kind of... I understand. Look, look, I understand the emotion. There's nothing wrong with being emotionally charged. And I do understand that people should be concerned about others being violent. I don't disagree with that. There is a possibility you're going to encounter someone who's going to be violent. It's just that I think that people who understand that violence, like Mark, should understand that violence begets violence, would understand that if you attack somebody, there's a chance that those people, you know, whoever it is you're attacking, knows a little bit more about fighting than you do. It always is. You're going to end up with your butt kicked. 
possibly whip my butt. The chances are slim just because, yeah. well, I'm pretty good at it. Well, but. see, that's where I'm you're getting you. cocky, Mark. See, that was sort of a cocky attitude like you had last night. You know, you don't know, especially if it's somebody you, you met know. in a bar. You never know. You have and, no idea. And fighting is generally a bad idea simply because even the winner t- takes home uh, damage. See, in that's a lot of cases. what I like to hear from you, Mark. A reasonable perspective. Fighting's a bad idea. It's not necessarily yeah, something you don't have you anything endorse. to worry about as long as you don't dress up like a girl and try to put me up in a bar. What's your problem? Right. Or, or if any, like, what if somebody uh, sells you something and they lie and lie and, and they sell you something and you find out that it was wrong and you, and you get so mad over it because it, 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 it burns down your house or something. I mean, mm. you might get very mad at that, but it's, I don't think Mark was suggesting that you just see someone in the bar and just walk up to them and pummel them or something. And then obviously, yes, you're going to face consequences if you decide to you know, get into a fight. Right. That's why there's only certain times when violence is really appropriate, and it's only in a defensive situation. And I didn't feel like I was advocating it. I simply said that it was a danger that that person faced. Clearly, some people drew some connections, Mark, including myself, based on the, uh, the attitude that you were exuding last night on the air. Maybe you weren't being so explicit. Uh, maybe it was just more of an impression that people got, but it I wasn't the only one who felt that way. I didn't get that impression at all. I understood where Mark was coming from. And right. People know, that are, maybe you know, men that are confident with their ability to do that, a lot of them wouldn't draw that necessarily draw that conclusion. Um, you know, I just don't I, I just don't think that that's necessarily the case. Sometimes in life, people deserve butt whippings and sometimes they deserve it from things that they did that didn't include physical force at, um, well, that's, initiated. That's where I. Uh, that's where we'll have to part ways, Mark. Yep. Thanks for the call, Puke. Appreciate hearing from you're you. 800-259-9231. I think that somebody that deserves a butt whipping is one who attempts to give a butt whipping. At that point, then, it's game on. What about um, now, moving on to a different, uh, slightly oh different boy. issue. Another what if? Another Yeah, these what ifs. They, get, they, they can get, it can get kind of hairy. Now, we were talking about another scenario where I felt like, um, you know, was relevant to fight where uh, perhaps I was out with my friend Julian who happens to be partially black and somebody was uh, screaming racial epithets at them right now on the street corner on a street corner now that person could just be a madman uh, screaming epithets in which case why would you uh, fight a uh, madman and, and it's it's obviously a, uh, a just a some scenario. people are hotheads I mean there are plenty of people who are hotheads that would walk up and start something over that now and that's what that the impression person, I got last night was that person um, it would right it would either be in one of two categories either threatening in some way, by screaming epithets. Um, now, screaming where, an epithet, I don't think where is does, a threat. Where does a threat start? I guess that's is a what good my question. question. I don't know if we can determine that. Right. If if you call somebody a horrible, horrible name and you're you're uh, screaming at things over and over in a not vitriolic a fashion, your face is red and your your uh, it's neck nasty. Is, it's mean, but not a threat. So a threat it ha- has to involve, ha- I think, a threat to one's person or what property. if they're moving towards you when they're doing it? It could be intimidating. I well, don't know if right, that's where a does intimidation st- stop Fine and a question. threat start? Maybe you can answer it for us at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Julia, how do you feel? Where does the uh, the threat start? Do you know? I have no idea. If someone's intimidating, that's, looking that's, and walking towards this you. This kind of question reminds me of the uh, if you are wearing a mask and you walk into a bank, is it okay, should you be arrested for potential bank robbery, or is it at the point when you get to the counter and actually point the gun and say, I, I, that's the kind of question this is, and it's I honestly don't know the answer. It I really can't. is, and that's a good Everybody scenario. Has a diff- I think it depends on the person when they how and how they perceive the situation. 
I don't think that you could be arrested for bank robbery at that point, but you could certainly be kicked out of the bank. I mean, if somebody walks into the to a bank with a mask on, I know that a bank I used to go to you had to had have you uh, have you had to have your t- uh, hat taken off, you had to have your glasses, glasses taken off, and you had to have your entire face visible when you walked in there. And if not, they were going to ask you to leave. So I think that would be at a point that you'd ask the person to leave. They made a move at that point, you know, pulled a gun or something, then obviously they've escalated. And so we're going to have to ask you to take the mask off <laughs> and put your gun away. <laughs> so that's what this reminds me of, that sort of yeah. question. I think it just depends on how the person's perceiving it. I mean, if somebody's charging at me, I might take it differently than someone like Mark. But I'm Mark can defend himself better than I can probably in that situation. So well, believe it's sister. If you're packing heat, then uh, then there's the great equalizer there. So... You've got to be very judicious, especially if you're carrying... And you know, when you take martial arts, they tell you that you have to be very judicious about your usage of your techniques. You know, you can't go around and use them to initiate force on people. They're only for defensive purposes. In a lot of cases, they do say that. And I'd like to and also, right. also say that... Um, in in general, I am I'm certainly not a violent guy. We resort to violence um, in most cases, but a person's safer in my um, you know general vicinity than they are in the case of somebody who just wouldn't fight at all, a pacifist or something like that. Because I'm going to defend. Well, you're not talking people. to a pacifist. No, we, I, I, I did. We I didn't claim have that a pacifist, pacifist in the conversation last night. That uh, then you and I are on the same not side. To uh, call you a skinny little wimp. So oh, you, you know, managed yeah. to do that last last night. night well, yeah. you called me all kinds of names too. Yeah, that's right. Fair's fair. Yeah. That's the way it goes. All right. So, but no, the pacifist uh, position was not in this particular conversation. If we had been talking to a pacifist, you have to remember a pacifist doesn't believe in the use of force for defensive purposes. Uh, I don't get that at all. I mean, a pacifist, you're raping or murdering him, he'll let you rape or murder him. Well, it's all uh, what ifs because the large, uh, most of the time, people are nonviolent in, in most of their dealings. 800-259-9231. Yes, let's hope that uh, you never have to experience a situation like we're talking about tonight. Hour three's on the way. Thanksgiving talk coming up. Free talk live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Thanksgiving Day edition of the program. That's right, we're here when other talk show hosts want to stay home because you're there listening, right? You are there, aren't you? 800-259-9231. Of course you are because there are a lot of people in their cars on Thanksgiving driving from point A to point B uh, listening to this show. And uh, there are people still at home. Uh, maybe they, 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 you, you can't forget about the people that don't necessarily have family nearby. I mean, the fact is, I think a lot of people take Thanksgiving for granted. You know, they, they presume that everybody's got a family they can go to and see when some people, their family might be dead. Or they just, you know, they don't live anywhere in the vicinity of their family or, or can't afford to uh, to travel there. I don't, I, yeah, yeah. usually they'll be with friends or something like that. But a lot of people have exhausted their uh, Thanksgiving activities and don't want to yeah. watch uh, the, the Lions or the, uh, the the Cowboys play tonight. Today. Yes. So, you know, they're just, little, they want to, they want their other form of entertainment. A little right. cerebral I stimulation. Say, I don't think I've ever experienced Somewhere, someone having nowhere to go. It's usually an option of somebody choosing not to go the places they've been offered. Because personally, like when I lived down in Florida, if I knew somebody who didn't have anywhere to go, I would invite them over to wherever I was going. You well, know that I mean? may, be, may be the case, but there are certainly still a... Uh you know, there are certainly people that may not necessarily share with others that they don't have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving. I mean, 
if you don't have somewhere to go, then you could be seen as uh, you know a little bit gloomy by going around complaining about it all. The it's time. a pretty popular conversation, though. That's true. Where are you what going are you doing for, for Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving? Oh, I understand. Anyway, either way, there are people listening uh, to radio and internet streams tonight, so wanted to be live for you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. As always, you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Let's go to start things out this hour with a retelling of a story that we normally tell around this time of year, usually on Thanksgiving. Talk about the real story of Thanksgiving. Because, well, they just don't give you the real, uh, the real truth in government school. So John Stossel... A lot of Indians, a lot of pilgrims, yeah. everybody's uh, you know, thankful Happy. for the bounty and all that there's good stuff. There's some cornucopias, they have a big feast. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, and, and that's all fine and dandy. But there's a better story behind Thanksgiving, a much more useful story, an educational one, and something that applies to one of the themes on Free Talk Live, and, and that is a theme of government is just not efficient, and centralized wealth redistribution doesn't work very well. In fact, uh, decentralization is far more uh, useful and far more efficient. Yeah, far uh, more efficient, for sure. The marketplace, the free marketplace, as opposed to a centrally planned economy. That's what Thanksgiving's really all about. We'll let John Stossel tell the story from an article he wrote called The Tragedy of the Commons at RealClearPolitics.com. Stossel writes, every year around this time, school children are taught about the wonderful day when pilgrims and Native Americans shared the fruits of the harvest. Isn't sharing wonderful, say the teachers? They missed the point. Because of sharing, the first Thanksgiving in 1623 almost didn't happen. The failure of Soviet communism is only the latest demonstration that freedom and property rights, not sharing, are essential to prosperity. The earliest European settlers in America had a dramatic demonstration of that lesson, but few people today know it. Now, I don't know if I necessarily like John Stossel's use of the word sharing, because sharing connotates a voluntary association, a voluntary agreement. You know, if I, uh, sometimes I'll bring some apricots into the studio here, Mark, and, and you will pick some out and, and eat them during hey, the break. Hey, I've given you money for those apricots. You have given money in the past. I probably haven't compensated you entirely for the amount of apricots I've eaten. Nonetheless, I, I never asked for compensation. That was something you voluntarily sure. chose to do. And sometimes Laura spent, sends food over right. here for us to consume. Right. That's I sharing. finally finished those straws. Mm-hmm. Right. That's sharing, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's when you force people to share that it's that it becomes a problem. So I it's force that's the problem. When I hear when I hear what he was pointing out about that school and, and stuff, I, I picture being in like elementary school and being reminded of situations where Valentine's Day, for example, you had to bring a Valentine for everyone because it wasn't fair that everybody didn't get a Valentine. We wouldn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. If you bring something, you have to bring it for everybody. Well, right. I kind of, of understand right. why, where teachers come from on that because I just wouldn't want to have to deal with uh, some, crying scre- some crying little kid who didn't get uh, a Valentine when everybody else did. And, you know, uh, Valentine's As Day. As a teacher, is, is I a, would give a secret Valentine. It, Valentine's Day is a mess. Well, then you've then you've got a kid thinking. Then you've got the on uh, MySpace situation uh, from last night that we were talking about. You know, some kid thinks that some if they get only one Valentine, it's very significant to them, and uh, they're they're thinking, oh, somebody really likes me who doesn't really. Even with that example, and it's a better, it's an okay example, but even with that one, it's still voluntary to an extent because you know it's usually couched in the terms of well, if you want to participate in Valentine's Day, then you have to bring a Valentine for everyone. So you don't well, have to necessarily bring anything. I, I can remember situations where, like, I had 
one time there was this kid who brought some cookies or something for a snack Mm -hmm. and there was somebody there who didn't have a snack at snack time and the teacher said that he couldn't eat the cookies unless he shared them with everybody or something like that. So that was dropped on him right then. Right, exactly. That's not good. But I just wanted to to object to John Stossel's use of sharing as the bad word here. I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah, it's not sharing, it's the... Forcing people to share. Right, because when the Pilgrims first settled the uh, the Plymouth Colony, they organized their farm economy along communal lines. The goal was to share everything equally, work and produce, and they nearly all starved. Why? Well, when people can get the same return with a small amount of effort as with a large amount, most people will make little effort. A lot of people, but yeah, I'd say most people would. Plymouth settlers faked illness rather than working the common property. Now, there's probably somebody out there that really enjoys getting their hands dirty in the soil and something like that, and they might very well work, uh, you know, a doing small it minority. Anyway. I don't a very small minority, but I don't even know if I think that they would work quite as hard if they're not incentivized in Absolutely. the right way. Some even stole, despite their Puritan convictions. Total production was too meager to support the population, and famine resulted. Some ate rats, dogs, horses, and cats, and this went on for two years. Governor William Bradford wrote in his diary at the time, So, as it well appeared that famine must still ensue the next year also, if not some way prevented. The colonists, he said, began to think how they might raise as much corn as they could and obtain a better crop than they had done, that they might not still thus languish in misery. At length, after much debate of things, uh, with the advice of the chiefest among them, they gave way that they should set corn every man, excuse me, set corn every man for his own particular. Don't understand that. Well, that's the, that's what they said. Um, you know, the, it's it's old English style. Yeah. So, uh, in in the in the case of corn, every man got to um, you know, m- you know, take his own corn own first. Right. right. Uh, and, and in that regard, trust to themselves, and so assigned to every family a parcel of land. See, they didn't even own their land when they came in. Everything was communally commonwealth. Owned. It was, yeah, exactly. The people of Plymouth moved from socialism to private farming, and the results were dramatic. Bradford wrote at the time, This had very good success, for it made all hands very industrious, so as much corn was planted than otherwise would have been. By this time, harvest was come, and instead of famine, now God gave them plenty, and the face of things was changed to the rejoicing of the hearts of many. So of course, God didn't have anything to do God with it. God likes capitalism. <laughs> uh, because of the change, the first Thanksgiving could be held in November of 1623. What Plymouth suffered under communalism was what ec- uh, economists today call the tragedy of the commons. But the problem has been known since ancient Greece. As Aristotle noted, that which is common to the greatest number has the least care bestowed upon it. Mm. When action is divorced from consequences, no one is happy with the ultimate outcome. If individuals can take from a common pot, regardless of how much they put into it, each person has an incentive to be a free rider. To this do is a- kind of like uh, comparing a public park to you know, an amusement park or something like that. The amusement park likely is taken far better care of, and more people want to come to it because it's a better place to be. All you need a- to do to see that is go to the bathroom. Mm, yeah. Go to the bathroom oh. in a public park and then go to a bathroom at Disney World or Six Flags or Bush Gardens or something. Uh, so continuing here, he says that, so if you just let people take from this pot, they are encouraged to become a free rider, to do as little as possible and to take as much as possible because what one fails to take will be taken by someone else. Soon, the pot is empty and won't be refilled. A bad situation, even for the earlier takers. What private property does, as the pilgrims discovered, is connect effort to reward, creating an incentive for people to produce far more. Then, if there's a free market, people will trade their surpluses, because if you grow a whole bunch of corn, you can't eat it all. And And you want to eat other things anyway. Right, so you trade it to others for the things that you lack. Mutual exchange for mutual benefit makes the community richer. 
Secure property rights are the key. When producers know that their future products are safe from confiscation, they'll take risks and invest. But when they fear they'll be deprived of the fruits of their labor, they will do as little as possible. And that's the lost lesson of Thanksgiving. That's what the pilgrims really learned, and that's what they were really thankful for. They were thankful for the fact that they rejected communism and socialism and went to a system of private property where people owned the fruits of their labor. I wish that every school kid had to hear that. No doubt about it. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. This is the live Thanksgiving Day edition of Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. It's the live Thanksgiving Day edition of the program. And it's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The wiki's there. Over 1,450 pages created by listeners like you. Go to wiki.freetalklive.com to get interactive. wiki.freetalklive.com. Perhaps you may own or know someone who has a company that is struggling to collect money owed from past due accounts. Delinquent accounts are problematic, not only from the standpoint of diminished revenues, but businesses find themselves sidetracked with the arduous task of trying to collect these accounts. Consequently, valuable time and resources are pulled away from principal operations. SACL CAI liberates businesses from inefficiencies and the vexing task of collections. SACL CAI. See their banner at freetalklive.com. 1-800-259-9231. Live Thanksgiving Day edition of the show. You can call in, as always, about what you want, though. I sure would like to know what you're thankful for this particular Thanksgiving. Although, uh, in Sweden, I don't know if they celebrate that. Let's talk to Liam. Liam, you're on Free Talk Live in Sweden. Hello. Hi. Uh, no, uh, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving, uh, but I can say two things I'm thankful for. Uh, first of all, whatever technology that makes it possible for me to talk to you guys all the way from Sweden is pretty cool. Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, long distance been around for a long time, but yes, it is nice to have the ability to pick up a phone and have a friend or a family member be able to talk to you from thousands of miles away. It sure is something that we take for granted today, and it's a wonderful thing. And another more facetious thank you. I'm thankful that the dollar is so low because it makes it possible for me to go all the way to America on uh, trips. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was one of the reasons that I called. Um, Being in Sweden, it cost me quite a bit to make a trip to America. I imagine so. I'm currently having to decide whether I should go to the Liberty Forum or if I should wait until Porkfest. Oh, wait, so you're trying to decide that right now? Yeah, well, I kind of have to decide now because there's a discount and whatnot, and the hotel rooms are going to sell out quickly. Well, so it depends on what you're looking for. I mean, uh, you're talking about the Free State Project. It's a movement of uh, 20,000 Liberty lovers all moving to New Hampshire. They have two events every year now. There's the Liberty Forum, and then there's Porcupine Freedom Festival. Uh, one of them takes place in January, the Liberty Forum, and then the Freedom Fest, Porcupine Freedom Fest, takes place in the summertime. So there's two different types of uh, I climates. I like Porkfest better. You like Porkfest better? See, I like the Liberty Forum better, but I think Porkfest is more of just a party. Right. Porkfest is not... The Liberty Forum was fun, and it's fun getting to know people and meeting people, but I feel like Porkfest is more relaxed and just kind of everybody hanging out, but still sort of serving the same purpose. There's a lot of different groups there and speakers and that sort of thing. The difference between a convention and a big party. Right. It's a difference between a convention and a a camp out, essentially. New Hampshire in the summer, not that I don't... I like the snow and stuff like that, but New Hampshire in the summer is just breathtakingly beautiful. 
So, and then there's also curriculum as well. There's uh, the, the the Porcupine Festival is not as structured uh, as the Liberty Forum. The Liberty Forum, you know, you've got uh, concurrent sessions going on. So there's four things going on at once, and you have to choose one because you can't obviously be in four places at once. So it can be kind of hard to pick what you want to go and see and do because there's a lot of interesting things going on there. That's not a bad thing. It's it's cool because it's all it's you know it's a lot of action packed into three days. That's one of the other nice things about the Liberty Forum is it's shorter than Pork. Fest. Pork Fest, while the action is mostly on the weekend, there's a lot of things that are going on throughout the week. It's an entire week-long for, event. For me, it would really be, are you more interested in a relaxed, out, more outdoor, outdoor activity sort of thing, or being inside a hotel convention-style gathering? Because Pork Fest, people bring their bikes, people bring their guns, they go riding, they go shooting, they go hiking, um, that, that sort of thing. I believe there might be a shooting thing going on outside the Liberty okay. Forum, but yes, you're right. It is much more of an outdoorsy occasion. Pork Where this is, a, is set up like a convention inside a hotel, and while it's still relaxed, it's a little more formal, and, and so... I guess th- that's really what it boils down to is what you prefer. So with all that in mind, Liam, how do you feel? Well, I am currently leaning towards Porkfest. Uh, one of the advantages, I don't make that much money, so I'd have more time to save up if I wait until the summer. You'd also... It's just that I'm really impatient. I don't really like food very much, <laughs> and I love visiting America. Mm. And I'm just really impatient to get to New Hampshire again, and mm. I don't know if I want to wait a, an entire seven months. That's a good point. Yeah. Tough. It sounds like a tough decision. Either way, I think you're going to be happy. I think that uh, it's a, they're both great events, and there's a slightly different crowd at each one as well, as you might imagine, because uh, because of the nature of the events. You know, it's a little bit more of a suit. Not that not that the Liberty Forum is necessarily suit and tie, but it's that convention atmosphere uh, as there's opposed to going to be plenty of people and people in suits and ties. Right. Whereas if you're in a suit out in uh, you know the middle of the forest in New Hampshire, then you're you're pretty mm-hmm. nuts. So there's uh, there's kind of that different attitude between the two different groups but it's it's a lot of crossover it's mostly the same people going to both events so either way you're you're going to have a good time liam any I other thoughts wearing jeans and t-shirts so yeah. uh, Ian will be right next to you wearing a jean and t-shirt so you don't really have to worry about that <laughs> Yeah, it, and it even still gets cold in the summertime here. I mean, if you're out in the... It was cold this year. Yeah, if I mean, it was what, in the middle of July? And we it, were was, it was 60s. At nighttime? You had to wear pants and a jacket. Yeah, at nighttime, I was a little chilly. I was a little underdressed this year. So, um, so it'll be I a little I visited cool. uh, New Hampshire in July in 2006. It was one of the best times of my life. Cool. I loved it. We'll yeah. do it again, and we'll see you then. Thanks for the call, Liam. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. 800-259-9231. And again, we talked earlier tonight with Irina Goddard, the Free State Project president, about the upcoming Liberty Forum. It really is going to be, uh, and I still stand by my statement that I believe that it's the Liberty Forum that is the Liberty event of the year. I... Porkfest is much more low-key. It's much more hangout, you know, visit some campsites, schmooze with people, have some conversations. I think the Liberty Forum is a little bit more there are certainly more luminaries there certainly more big names speaking yep. there's people having beer and eggs for breakfast at uh, the, the pork fest not so much at liberty forum yeah i have to say and i know i'm going to probably catch some heat for this but i really am not pleased with the with the keynote speakers this year on the at the liberty forum. i think bernard von nonhaus is going to be a fine keynote speaker <clears throat> i like a lot of the little speakers like i i really enjoyed jim babka last year he was great um, he's coming back, and uh, Jim Babka from DownsizedDC.org is planning and Jack another. Jack Cole, he's he's not there this year. It's Barry Cooper, right? No, no, Barry oh. Cooper's not with Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. I know he's not, but uh, but there is going to be another leap guy there. Because I really enjoyed Jack Cole too, but but the keynote speaker John Stossel, he's really entertaining mm-hmm. to watch. Well, John 
Comstock will cost a, a fortune. I and, know. Uh, the keynote speaker currently, uh, Senator Sununu. Probably not charging much. I, I wouldn't think that he's charging very much to be there. And, you know, the other thing is there's different types of people in the liberty movement. Not everyone is going to be the, you know, it, not every one of them is Julia Miranda. And so you've got to appeal to all those different types of people. I, for one, would be very interested in what he has to say. He's a he's a rather libertarian voting senator. He's not Ron Paul by any stretch of the imagination. He's voted for some things that I don't support. But I can tell him that when I talk to him and thank him for all the great votes that he has had. And that way it encourages this guy who is in power, unfortunately. Um, you know, we have these people over in power over us. And you can uh, encourage him to vote your direction. I understand why they did it. And I understand. I Like, I, I see your points. I'm just saying, as I wouldn't want to go see him speak. I don't want to pay to see a politician speak unless they're, you know, like Ron Paul He's really different. He has different things to say. So I can understand wanting to go see him speak. I just could never imagine paying. Well, for there's it. a number of people on the, the list of speakers that I'm not particularly interested in, and there are a bunch that I certainly do want to see. Mm-hmm. And I'm so I think that opinion. at that yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, I'm not, trying to, and I'm not trying to jump down your throat. No, on it. I'm no, just saying I that, think that, that the, it, you know, there are, they have to appeal to a wider range of people than I, just. I think that us. at the time that uh, that guy's on stage, that politician, I think there are going to be a number of people that feel the way that you do that are going to be, you know, self organizing and, and doing something different at that time so i think there's going to be something else available it's not like that's the only thing to do uh, at the liberty there, Forum. last year there was nothing else available during the keynote speakers well maybe you should contact the organizers and suggest there be an alternative or uh, set up something like those time. other people did in that uh, you know the, they had liberty forum too or something. right there was like the alternatives expo which didn't even have the official blessing of the liberty forum going on concurrently i think but throughout it's, most it's of really it. popular they came back at port Fest. more on the way free talk live with your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Thanksgiving Day edition of the program. And you, as always, can call in about whatever you want. Toll free, 800 800- 259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. If you've missed a moment of the show, we've got archives, an entire year's worth of them, right there on the front page of the site for your downloading convenience at freetalklive.com. Now you can save time and money on common legal matters. Created by top attorneys, LegalZoom.com helps you create reliable legal documents like your will or living trust in minutes. LegalZoom.com. Use code FTL to save. LegalZoom.com. That's, uh, you'll actually save 10% if you use that code, which not too shabby. Let's go right into the phone calls here and talk to John in New Hampshire. John, you're on Free Talk Live, and happy Thanksgiving, sir. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> What's hey, Liam, name? dude, come to the Pork Fest. You'll love it. So why uh, Pork that's Fest? Not, that's not to knock the uh, convention-style thing. I've, uh, Liam and I have met, and I think that he would love Pork Fest. I think he'd love the convention, too. Uh, that's just having met him. I think that's what he'd love a little bit more. Yeah, I, I, I you, you can't so. go wrong. If you can afford to hit them both, then definitely do it. But I can understand that uh, coming from Sweden could be a little cost prohibitive. Yeah, and I haven't I haven't seen the thing that uh, might be going out on out in Grafton. I only saw that there's a rumor of something possible other activity out there. Yeah, it sounds like the free staters, uh, the more sort of apolitical Splitting types. these little groups, oh my God. Yep, they've started to uh, organize their own little, uh, they, they're going to call it, I think, the Burning Porcupine Festival, yeah, sort right, of right. Yeah, akin to even, Burning I, Man. I, I only read enough to know that there was something, but uh, I haven't uh, had time to 
catch up on even what the idea is. Well, all that information is over at the nhfree.com forum. So what else is on your mind tonight, John? And first, before you go on, what are you thankful for this evening? Well, let me let me uh, let me say the other night when I called and I mentioned that I was doing a little bit of yoga with a tape. Mark laughed about that, <laughs> and afterwards I thought that's kind of funny. If he would do a YouTube search for yoga, he could find some things that are really funny. Like there's a thing from 1938, which is kind of funny, and there's a and there's a link that's also uh, Kung Fu versus yoga, which is hilarious. It's a real wow. cheap Chinese movie thing. Just something to, if you think it, the idea of me doing yoga is funny. Well, Mark's only laughing because he feels uncomfortable. He's actually got a That's big collection okay. of yoga That's tapes. Okay. Like I said, I enjoyed it. <laughs> at first, I was like, what the hell is this guy laughing at me for all like that? And then, and then uh, I, I said, you know, we're all friends here. Uh, and I said, I, I need to, when I talk to Mark again, tell, tell him that. Very good, uh, sir. There's some good stuff out, out there. And, uh, you know, the, the yoga positions are always so funny, you know, sitting dog. And, well, you, uh, you have to see this thing, Kung Fu versus yoga. All the kung fu experts are going after this guy, but he can do these moves. <laughs> it's nuts. It's insane. And the 1938 thing is just some black and white thing where this guy does his breathing thing. It's like you can see his spine through his belly or something. Weird it's stuff, ridiculous. man. What else, John? Hey, what else? On the same night, um, towards the end of the show, you started to talk about the post office. Yeah. And uh, there's an interesting thing. All the, uh, not all, but many of the witnesses in the Ed Brown case were post office people. And it's caused me to think about something that I heard about uh, several times over the years. You don't hear about it very often, mm -hmm. about the post office employees and what else they do besides the civil service stuff is keep an eye on the citizens. Yes, they and do. And know who's corresponding with whom. And it makes me think about why the government will not ever let anybody compete with that. Well, it wasn't a correspondence issue uh, that the post office was testifying about the postal employees with the Ed Brown case. Ed Brown, of course, being a uh, someone who did not pay federal taxes for a number of years, and uh, the feds went after him, and then he holed himself up in his house for like 11 months before the feds finally uh, they finally got him and took him to a jail cell. Uh, it's, tragic. it's a tragic story, uh, but the, the issue with the post office was that um, apparently Ed's wife, Elaine, and probably Ed too, but they were going into the post office to buy postal <laughs> money orders. Uh, oh, I, I was there at the trial, and I know I, I watched the testimony. They they would stand in line together. They were not whole. They were not hiding anything. They were trying to be legal about what they were doing. And these guys from the post office would be talking to them all friendly and everything. And as soon as they left. They fill out all fill out forms. Yes, them. In other because words, they were spying against. That's them. what the post office is. Uh, you know, it's their job. That's what they're required to to do. If somebody comes in and purchases a, a postal money order for above a certain amount of money, I think it's probably eight hundred or a thousand dollars. If they buy uh, that postal money order, then they have to fill out forms. And if they come in and they buy money orders on a regular basis and they're recognizable, they have to fill out forms as well. And don't think that you're safe if you go to like a um, oh, Amscot or one of these other check well, cashing. Services. guy or anything. If you remember after 9/11 and they started to talk about, you know, trying to get like cable people to report things that they see in your house yes. and all that. 
Well, I just get a bad taste with some of these post office guys. Absolutely. There's no reason to get, get your money order at the post office. There are a lot of other places that will do it. Some places will do it for free, many check cashing services. I remember Amscot down in Florida. I think they're kind of a, a chain. I think they're more than just Florida. Uh, but they would do it for free. Many Walmarts will do it for free. So you can actually save money by shopping around a little bit. And the reporting requirements for the private companies aren't quite as awful as you- uh, they are for the post office. So it's safer to go elsewhere. But either way, you still have to be aware that if they're asking you for your driver's license when you're getting a money order, there is a form being filled out about you. So you have to you have to keep your uh, your money orders under a certain amount if you don't want those forms to be filled out. But even if they're still under that same amount, if they recognize you and you're coming in regularly, they can get you for structuring, uh, which, again, you're saying that the Ed and Elaine Brown were above board, but it doesn't matter to the post office. All they care about is numbers. If you cross the certain threshold, they fill out a form. So. Right, but the way... Th- the way that these people treated Ed and Elaine Brown were like they were friends and neighbors. They mm. were all friendly. They were filling out paperwork on them. And I suppose anybody that's in line with doing that and would take these jobs, I guess they're doing that. Yep. Never trust a Fed. <laughs> John but thinks, anyways, yeah. uh, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Yes, sir. And uh, don't forget, Mark, to look up the Kung Fu versus yoga because... Watch out for us yoga guys. He, he better, keep an eye he better not be playing video games right now. I see him jamming that mouse button. Thanks for the call, John. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. My Shame lips are sealed. You. Uh-huh. <laughs> Protecting you, I see. I am not an arc. I know, a, I know a video game mouse button smash when I see one. <laughs> 800-259. versus uh Yeah, you are. Kung sure. Fu. Sure. That's why you kept repeatedly pressing your mouse button. It's hard anyway. to find. You can't fool me. I know everything about games. Another hard day at work. Yeah, right? 800-259-9231. Feuds on Thanksgiving. Paula in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. We'll cover feuding here in a moment. But, Paula, how is a, how's a Thanksgiving for you go? Do, does the family get together down there in Florida? What is it like for you? Uh, you, know, we're, you know, we're in contact by phone or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, Do you have any feuds? Been... Do, is, is, is there some bad blood in the Paula family? No, I should, you know, that... You know, the fuel problem, you know, and yeah, a lot of people are out of the state, too. So you think but that's anyway. actually affecting a lot of people this year, is that people oh, have yeah. chosen to not travel because fuel is, you know, three bucks a gallon yeah. or whatever? Yeah. And but flying anyway, is awful. It is. I tried to call y'all earlier today to wish y'all all a blessed Thanksgiving. Oh, Thank that's you. nice. And, uh, but anyway, we got some information. Uh, it was, I don't know if you saw this the other night, but we Man, that fax we, machine doesn't even stop on Thanksgiving, Paula, when this comes No, in? no, no, no. I'm not talking about that. This we saw, it came out about this, that our government has nothing to do with NAFTA. It's who's controlling oh. this are the big corporations. And they said, if we don't want to go along with them, they said, they'll let us fall. Anyway. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> How's that going to work exactly? Okay, they, they don't want all these different currencies. They want to deal with maybe one, maybe two, but then when we started fighting this, they said that if we fought this, that they would, you know, because a lot of the companies have left and gone to Europe, and so they're the ones that are, in, you know, in control of this whole thing. Paula, you don't, I'm sorry to tell you this, but I don't think you understand the monetary system and, and how it works. It, it's well, not the corporations that can, you know, kill... Said. The dollar. Who's that? This is what they said. The, the corporation said if we didn't want to deal with this. All of the they, corporations, Julia, yeah, they got they together had, and yeah, they, they said this. They got together and they had a meeting on this. <laughs> and they said if we don't want to, you know, if we want to fight this, they said they'll just let us fall. Well, I, I don't know how that exactly works because it's the 
government and the Federal Reserve that is responsible for printing out the funny dollars that we have in our wallets, and corporations don't really have anything to do with that. In fact, well, corporations no, it, are victims it, uh, just no, as much as anybody they're else. The, they're the controllers of this whole thing. Well, there's no doubt that corporations work hand-in-hand hand with government in order to uh, to protect one another. That much is for sure, and I'm not exonerating them from, uh, you know, from, from all charges, but to suggest that the corporations have any say over the currency well, of the country they're is, the ones uh, that frankly, absurd. Food, they're the ones that supply everything that we have and you think about this if they are controlling this whole thing like other countries like uh, out of time Paula thanks more on the way This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free, 800-259-9231. Sakel CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are for free. If you like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, then AMP up. Head to AMP. .freetalklive.com. Learn about the AMP program. Stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. The idea is you send in three bucks a month to the show. And we take that money in and turn it around into promoting the show and getting us on more radio stations across the country, thereby spreading the message of freedom and liberty as far and as wide as possible. Head over to amp.freetalklive.com and get on board. Learn about the perks that you'll get, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, AMP-only uh, chat room and forum, all the details at amp.freetalklive.com. By the way, uh, I want to say thanks to our board operator, Jared, who came in tonight um, specially to do this show. Uh, the network normally gives their board ops days like this off. And, yeah, this was his day off. He, uh, he did it on his own. Yep. He well, I'm paying him to do it, but still, he came in and uh, it's much appreciated because he didn't have to. No, you know, he didn't. And so, big thanks, uh, Jared, for for coming in. Um, and of course, thanks to you for participating in this, the live Thanksgiving Day edition. Still enough time for your call, 800-259-9231. Uh, whether you want to talk about the issues or just whatever you want, maybe you want to tell us what you're thankful for today. I'm thankful for this uh, Kung Fu versus Yoga video that John was talking about. This is amazing. (laughs) uh, He's right. Go see this Kung Fu versus Yoga on YouTube. That's what you type in, Kung Fu Yoga, and you got it? Yeah. This guy is amazing. Hey, we've got a phone call. We're going to the phones. Let's talk to Dave in Georgia. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hello. Hey, how you doing, all? What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I got something you need to record and also get it out. I'm a Vietnam vet, jet mm-hmm. mechanic. All right, we all know the towers came down on 9/11 by controlled demolition. If you no, think I don't jet know if we all know that, sir. That's certainly well, let questionable. Me, let me hang, on, hang on a second. This. If jet, jet fuel can melt steel, I'll give you 10 grand. All right. Well, you know it's what? Like I could care gas. less personally what the cause right, well, of the on, uh, the towers were, but whatever. Let me, let me let me tell you something. All right. Go ahead. The next thing the next thing they're going to do is they're going to suspend the election by setting off three nuclear suitcase weapons, one in Detroit. Yeah, suitcase weapons Vegas, don't really exist. Let me finish. You watch too much TV. And I then think. a thermal nuclear device. What do we do in about it? Los Angeles. There's what do we nothing do? you can do about it. They already got 800 FEMA 800 uh, FEMA concentration camps. 800 built. of them now, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the pictures of the alleged FEMA concentration camp oh, and it's an old Amtrak alleged, facility. We've already gone by and taken pictures of them. Okay, uh-huh. when you take a picture of something, it's usually pretty concrete. Does your gas stove Yeah, melt? so you've, you've photographed a building from the outside. No, and no, no. We went there and almost got arrested doing it. Mm, we had to run through the woods. Where was yeah. this? Georgia. Where in Georgia? We won't say where. Cause oh, you can't even know. say? They've scared you that much? Listen, uh, I've been passing out DVDs and the truth for five years, mm. and I won't tell you where I just got out of, but I had to plead guilty to resisting arrest. 
or else face 20 years in prison, and they tried to shut me up for passing this stuff out. We got cops that are two tours of duty in Iraq came back a year later, I mean a week later to me, and said, my God, Dave, you're right. What are we going to do? I said, you're a cop, okay? Listen, I ain't kidding you, man. We got now, what would you say to the allegation that suitcase okay, nukes don't exist, what. sir? What would why, you say to that? Why did, why, did, why did the third tower come down on 9-11? I don't know, dude. Right? I really can't answer that question, oh, no, and I don't really care to spend the time figuring you? it out. All right. Well, because it's irrelevant. What. And I'll explain tell to you why, why it's I irrelevant. I got PB, on PBS America Rebuilds, one hour and nine minutes, Silverstein saying pole building seven, which is an adjective yeah. for control. You know what? You 911 conspiracy theorists, you just go on and on with your not little a factoids. Theory. It's not a theory, Jack. I'm a jet mechanic. Jet fuel can't melt steel. <laughs> All right? Okay. Jet fuel is like any other fuel when it yeah. reaches 1,300 to 1,400 degrees, and steel melts at 3,000. What about it, dude? Really? I mean, what who cares? It? taking away our rights, dude. Well, that's true. I agree with you there. Freedom Absolutely is, true. Freedom is on the decline, but it doesn't matter about what the temperature of steel okay, is. Okay, they were taking away kill, our freedom okay before 9-11. It's okay to kill people to start a war? It's okay to kill our citizens so we can go steal oil? No. It wouldn't be okay if that were the case. Don't put words in my mouth, so. Dave. Dave, don't put words in my mouth. All I'm saying is it doesn't I'm matter. I'm not putting words in your mouth. I'm putting words... Into the airways. Yeah, goodbye, Dave. Not Thank anymore. Thank you so much. Thanks. 800-259-9231. You know, it's so frustrating uh, getting calls like that because he thinks that because we aren't necessarily interested in the minutia, these silly little details and the allegations and their, and their so-called factoids about what allegedly happened on 9-11, he thinks that we don't care about the loss of freedom. And that's not true. Of course, he won't let us get a word in edgewise to explain our position, so we have to let him, you know, let him go to, to talk about this effectively. And the fact is, all those little points don't make a difference in the long run. It doesn't matter if steel melts at 1,000 degrees or 500 degrees or 20 degrees. It doesn't matter. What matters is the fact that the government has used uh, the terrorism as an excuse to take away freedom. The government has used it as an excuse to attack liberty in America. That's what needs to be talked about. That's what the real issue is. And scaremongering and fearmongering about nuclear weapons going off sometime next year... That we year, can't do anything about. Right, is just what's the point of this i mean really and by the way we talked about this he wouldn't stop speaking so i couldn't ask him how he felt on this but we talked recently experts say that the whole suitcase nuke nuke thing is more attributed to hollywood than anything else there's no one's ever seen a suitcase nuke before people that know these things that know things about nuclear technology they say this is very unfathomable the idea that there are suitcase nukes so it's the government saying one thing and hollywood taking that and running with it and putting it in their movie scripts and their tv shows and it's a you neat think idea. it's right you think it's real i understand why you would think that way but uh, and again you know okay so bombs are going to go off in los angeles and whatever and as you say we That's can't right. do anything about it so he acts spread the as word though, about this for what reason? He acts as though freedom only started getting taken away after 9/11, and it was never an issue before that. And that's just not true. Maybe you just started paying attention after 9/11. Maybe you woke up or or whatever. But it's just silly to suggest that after 9/11 everything changed. Well, the conspiracy theorists were busy, busy, you oh, know, yeah, doing I other know. things before 9/11. Then it was, you know, the Oklahoma City bombing and the real conspiracy behind that. Uh, you know, Waco, of course. Uh, er, uh, you know, JFK. various others. Yeah, JFK. Of course, the conspiracy theorists are all over that. Aliens. And you know, you can claim it's not a conspiracy theory, but it's an allegation, sir. 
I mean, you've got people on your side that agree, and people on a different side disagree with you. And Americans and, don't seem to care one no. way or the other. But those those two sides really care. Man, they go back and forth. They could go back and forth for hours and hours if you uh, if they wanted to on this. And they both both sides think they're right. I don't know which side's right. I don't know. They could both be wrong. Something else entirely might have happened that no one has thought of, or whatever. Again, the fact is, those buildings came down, doesn't matter if they were bombed or if a jet flew into the sides or right. whatever the, the true story was, the fact is, that's what the politicians are using as their excuse to destroy freedom. That's where you should focus. And that's correct. And that's what you should try to change. He, he stated that, and he's correct in that. Right, but going and, uh, and fear-mongering is not going to do anything to change anything. It's just going to scare people that think the way, like, you know, the people that think the way that Dave thinks are going to get upset and frightened about that, and maybe they'll be so frightened they won't do anything, you know? And going and passing out DVDs and claiming you were it's arrested for it? It's not going to stop bombs if they're going to happen. Uh, you know, he didn't get into any detail about his alleged detention or arrest uh, in charging of whatever for passing out DVDs. Are you kidding me? I understand that things are getting pretty bad and news reporters and that sort of thing have been harassed by government police. So I, I don't deny that the government police are pretty out of control, but they threaten you with 20 years in prison for passing out DVDs, dude? I don't know. Where's the detail? He wouldn't even answer where it happened. So, suspicious call at best. Let's continue here to talk to Robert in Texas. Robert, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hi. Hey, what's on your mind? Well, um, I was just going to tell you what I'm thankful for. Excellent. And it's Ron Paul. (laughs) Me too. Uh, No, I really am. Uh, Me too. Today, in my local newspaper, they ran a reproduction of the ad that they had in the USA Today, the the full one-page spread. Uh Really? Yeah, and I was really happy about it about that because I was considering myself running that ad and it showed up today in the newspaper and a friend of mine called me and told me it was there and she's not even really politically motivated and she said it was there and I went to find a newspaper it was all sold out but I I found one and and I was really just extremely excited to see it See, now that's um, exciting. That's positive. Talking about Ron Paul and getting people excited about liberty and moving towards uh, freedom and the Free State Project, these are positive things that can get people excited and active, whereas that last caller was just, doom and gloom, bombs going off, Ron, get to the underground bunkers. (laughs) Yeah, he was was a little bit doom and gloom. Um, I do um, believe that there are FEMA camps. I don't know about 800 of them, but (laughs) I've I've seen the video from... um, from Alex Jones, where he was at the FEMA camp, uh, videotaper from the backside. And I, you Were know, there people walking around, or is this just a building? No, they have these, and there are certainly oh. strange, uh, you know, bare, um, I mean, it's more, it's barren more looking areas I mean, with. Barbed wire there are so, barbed wire fences, they look spooky from the like outside. But there's no real actual evidence of anything besides just an old abandoned looking building. And yeah, uh, I think all of that got started from that. Uh, well, let me uh, tell the you, there are board. definitely camps that FEMA puts people in. I mean, that happened after Katrina, sure. so we know that those exist. But are they barbed wire? Are they as frightening as these people say? I don't know. We should abolish FEMA. I know that. We'll see you tomorrow night. Thanks. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes. Jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. 